Hello, you're listening to Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. It's been a long time, Chris. It's been like two weeks. I've missed you. You missed me. <laughs> I missed you, our podcasting time. I've noticed like in between now, since it was like this huge gap, uh, for those who don't know, Chris is kind of, his schedule is getting shifted around, so we're trying to, I'm trying to accommodate for him to have the the best possible time to actually record, and since this is technically one of our biggest podcasts of each season, which is the previews of the following season, of course, this time being the 2023 winter season preview, uh, we needed some time, and we had to get a, a, a schedule set up, so it's been a while, So, but it's a good, a good podcast to come back to. Yeah. So you can see so many shows that you're not going to have time to Yeah, watch. I already got a little bit of a, a heads up on a couple of them, and I'm like, I quit. I, 60, I just, I quit. 66 full-length shows. And yes, all this stuff is subject to change. Some can become short, some can get delayed, but this is pretty a solid, I, I mean, this far away from the season starting, which is literally like, what, a week, two weeks away, it, it this is pretty much the list we're getting. So 66 shows, <laughs> something in the anime sphere is going to break, and I don't know when it's going to happen, but... Based on a lot of, like, we've already had some delays happening here recently, so it's like, I, I really do think, like, the, the anime sphere is going to run out of animators. It's yeah. just, and they're not getting paid well, and it, something's going to break, and I think it's going to be happening. Okay, I my prediction, I want to know what how many shows are going to end up being delayed in winter. Like, they're going to start airing, and then they're just going to fall apart. I, I'm just guessing here. I'm, I'm just feeling like there's going to be at least three shows are going to have some sort of problem midway through the season. But we'll see. Because we're going literally from 40, 45, I think, full-length shows to 66. Well, it seems like we've had... Um, it, it It seems like winter is the one that they tend to overload. It, and it seems like they've done that every every year. And yeah, winter and spring are pretty crazy. Typically. Yeah, they usually tend to over overload those two, and the, and there's a few shows that end up falling apart. Not necessarily get delayed, but they end up falling apart as far as animation is concerned. And then of course there's the the delays. But yeah, yeah, we'll see though. But yeah, with that said, we should probably jump right into it because we got a lot to go through, and uh, I, hopefully we have enough time today to record it. If not, we'll probably have to record this in two segments. <laughs> Uh, but yes, for those that don't know, at TakuSpirit.com, it's where all of our links are. You can get our social media links, Discord, our YouTube channel. We're getting close to 10,000. I was really hoping to get 10,000 before the end of the year, but I guess it's not going to happen. I've already promised a lot of people if I get 10,000, I'll do a full room tour again, which I've been putting off because I'm terrible at it and I keep re-recording it. You got but, an yeah. unboxing coming up. Coming up? Yes. Which one? Your Christmas present. Oh, Okay. Spoiler, apparently for me, Chris likes to spoil <laughs> things, so he's like, this is one thing I'm allowed to spoil. Um, so we'll see what that is. Hopefully it's not something inappropriate that's, you know, can't be allowed on YouTube. Pretty sure it's not. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, be excited for that. But uh, yeah, as usual, we definitely appreciate everybody that supports us on Patreon and all of our other methods as well. Super chats, tips, and all that kind of stuff. It really does mean a lot to us. keeps us going. But uh, yeah, with that said, let's jump into, the again, the winter 2023 anime season preview starting things off with a bang of course again as usual we go through all the newer shows new new titles new properties that are coming out then we'll get into the stuff that's returning from past airings like sequels then we'll get into all these shorts and then wrap up with ONAs and stuff so yes let, let's kick things off with probably one of the one of the more exciting shows that I know a lot of our community members are actually really excited for which is near automata version 1.1 a which is 
yes, obviously an anime adaptation of the Near Automata franchise. Now, this is a really cool one because we already have pretty much confirmation that Yoko Taro, who is the creator of Nier, is going to be involved with it. He says it's not going to be the, the storyline of the game. He's kind of doing his own thing, which I think is necessary since the game technically has like multiple endings. So you can't really go based on that. But yeah, it's it's it definitely has a lot of excitement going for it. And yeah, the synopsis is everything that lives as designed to end. We are perpetually trapped in a never ending spiral of life and death. The smash hit action RPG from Square Enix announces an anime adaptation of Near Automata. Cool synopsis. I don't know if you could actually put the Near Automata franchise into a synopsis, so I guess that makes sense. But no, I'm I'm excited for this. I, this is one of those kind of game franchises I've been wanting to get into for a long time, but time, <laughs> right? And I, I I had a lot of people asking me once this was announced to play through the games on stream, but I'm like, um, if I get time. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of side projects going on right I now. I mean, being being honest, uh, she is absolutely a gorgeous character. I mean, I've I've been in love with her artwork for a very long time, and it's it's one of those that I I really do. I I love the concept of this this uh, game, and I really would love to play it. And yeah, bullet hell action RPG third person. What what can be better? And plus, yes, to be. Uh, but yes, this A1 picture is going to be working on it. So hopefully it's one of the ones they're going to be doing like really good work on and not just outsource all of it. <laughs> of course, again, based on a video, video game, genres are action, fantasy, sci-fi. Director working on it is Ryuji Masuyama, who did assistant work for Great Pretender. So cool stuff. It'll be streaming on Crunchyroll. So check that out when that comes out. Def- definitely excited for it. The PV looks really good, but you know, PVs, <laughs> you know, you know, PVs. You know, PVs and alls. Yeah, something else that I think was announced right about the same time that Nier was, uh, which was kind of interesting, is uh, Tomo-chan is a girl. Or Tomo-chan wa Ononako. This one is boyish high school girl, Aizawa Tomo. Finally manages to tell her childhood friend, June, that she's got a crush on him. Unfortunately, her confession goes right over his head. He didn't even realize she was a girl until junior high. And even now, June still thinks of her as a bro. How can Tomo-chan possibly convince her otherwise and win June's heart? Just jump on him. Just jump <laughs> on him, girl. Just jump on him. He'll figure it out eventually. Uh, yeah, the studio is La Deuce. The source is among uh, the genres are comedy, romance, slice of life. The director is Hitoshi Nanba, who did Fake Grand Order, First Order, and Golden Kamu second season. And, of course, the main... Tomo-chan, the main girl, is voiced by Rita Takahashi, so that's a nice thing to note there as well. But it'll be on Crunchyroll. I'm kind of... I'm very mixed on this one, and you could probably tell why already. Oh, because the uh, aggressively violent humor. Yes, the punching every two seconds. She looks super cute, and I like the concept of it. Like the whole, she's one of the boys... So we can't really see her as a girl. And she's obviously trying really hard for him to see her otherwise. And I, my heart breaks for her. But it's like, how much of it's going to be constantly her punching him every two seconds because he does something thinking that she's a boy and the boy, whatever. He obviously knows that she's a girl. I think it's just sees her as a boy. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I think he's just messing with her. You think? Yeah. Just to no, make her, make I think her fight he's going to be an absolute idiot. I think he is going to be an absolute so? idiot. No, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, based on just the couple shots that we get in the PV, it just really kind of seems like he is 
he, I, I wonder if it might be one of those things where he just doesn't want to do that because then he doesn't want to he doesn't want to lose his friend. the relationship. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't want to lose his friend. But I think there's like a, a great amount of familiarity he has with her and he doesn't want to break that. But yeah, he doesn't seem, I don't know, the shots of him, he doesn't seem stupid, but he could be stupid. And besides, she's got a fang, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, get rid of the biker shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll help. We know why she's wearing the biker shirts, because she's probably going to be kicking him a ton. <laughs> but yeah, that's Tomachan is a girl, or Tomachan wa Ononoko. So, we'll see. He looks kind of cute. The dub, the dub, <laughs> the dub hurts me bad, though. I feel bad for the dub people. I don't know, maybe people really like that particular Seiyu and our voice actress, so. But yeah, the, the, the dub hurts to hear, but... <laughs> move on let's move on otherwise i'm gonna get the 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 voice actor fans after me but yeah moving on we have the angel next door spoils me rotten or otonari no tensi sama ni itsu no ma nika dame ningen ni sara taita ken long title you know it's a light novel when it's that long Yes, it's based off a light novel. Synopsis is, Amane lives alone in an apartment, and the most beautiful girl in school, Mahiru, lives next door. They om- they've almost never spoken until the day he sees her in distress on a rainy day and lends her his umbrella. <gasps> Love has been struck by that move. To return his favor, she offers to help him around the house, and a relationship slowly begins to blossom as the distance between them closes. Yes, project number nine is going to be working on this one. Comedy, romance, slice of life. The character designs, obviously, by Takayuki. Obviously, I'm saying obviously as we're looking at the artwork. I'm sorry for those listening to the podcast. Takayuki (laughs) Noguchi, who did Higahiro. Very, very unique style to it, which I really adore, by the way. But what do you think about another rom-com based on guy doing one single act and girl giving his her undying devotion to him? I'm all for it. All I mean, for it. <laughs> He's like, dang, I'm all for that kind of romance. Now, I don't know. When I when I first heard the synopsis for this and like the brief teaser they had, which was like just, ba- just barely him going, going there and giving her his umbrella. I was like, I hope it's ain't that stupid. Like this girl is that dumb that she's like, oh, my gosh, undying devotion because he saved me. Um, but no, it, it looks like based off a lot of the shots in the PV, I'm kind of liking just the look of what's kind of transpiring. It looks like it's going to be a lot more heartwarming, cutesy. Yeah, kind of just hanging out with each other and then romance blossoming. But, you know, there's going to be some crazy backstory to them, too. Like, they almost never talk, even though they live next door to each other. But actually, in the in the past, they were actually friends or something. And they went through something troubling. You think so? And she finally got her chance to connect with him. And, yeah, she, she jumps on it. Dude lives like a slob. The dude lives like a slob. Like, come on, dude. She looks super cute, though. And I, again, I, I give that to credit to uh, Takayuki Noguchi. Fantastic. I, I, I just, I, I, if if I remember right, I, I liked the concept of the just her being a, a a doting character and and him slowly just realizing. And and I I I, I do love that as far as a just a cutesy um you don't realize what you have until you, it it i mean it it probably it puts its point, head on your lap yeah, yeah right <laughs> a lot of lap pillowing on the on the pv <laughs> uh 
but yeah, that's uh, again the angel next door spoils me rotten. Chris, you have to remind me if I ever if I ever continue on and I don't say the name of the title again because people get really mad when I don't say the t- title as, as we end. But dude, I'm trying to find a PV for Spy Classroom and what is all this stuff? You put Sky Classroom. I need to set. put. I need to put yes. Oh, okay, I see. Spy Kyoshitsu is probably better. Anyways, yes, that spoiler. Our next one is Spy Classroom, if you didn't guess. Or Spy Kyotsutsu. This one is Conflict Ravaged Nations. Now, deploy covert operatives instead of missiles. Lily Lily is recruited into spy training, but her practical skills are absolutely abysmal. Desperate to pass, she leaps at the chance to join the mysterious Tomoshibi team. Too bad the team is filled with even more hopeless spies. Together, they must conquer the impassable mission and best their genius instructor. But the true purpose behind their classroom is more harrowing than they can imagine. Studios feel. Sources of light novel. Genres are action, comedy, drama, mystery. Director Kichiru Kawaguchi, who did Minami K, Island, and Higarashi Sotsu. But don't blame him for the fact that Higarashi Sotsu was terrible. <laughs> I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it. It had some really good points in it, but yeah. And this one is streaming on High Dive. But yeah. Okay. Um, as Chris talks about what he's thinking right now, I'm going to pull up Exhibit A, and he's going to look um. at it. I'm 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 hoping that this is I mean, because the way that this is coming off is kind of a I, I, princess I, I'm, principle. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of princess principle. And I'm trying I'm trying to let go of the princess principle thing, but um, the way that the um, the action shots are playing out is almost like um, the um, no kill assassin girls. No kill assassin girls. Yeah, w- that was oh, that's the- a long time ago. No, oh it wasn't. It was gosh. like uh, two seasons ago. Was it? I thought maybe I'm thinking something. You're talking about something else then. Um, the release of spice. Oil. Oh, I thought you were talking about release the spice. <laughs> no, gosh, I don't no. know why release the spice came up in my mind. <laughs> that was an interesting show. Um, Licorice, I guess if it had a more, I don't know, Victorian, I don't know. No, it's just some of the action, the action shots seem like, I mean, maybe, maybe one of the characters dodged a bullet and it just brought. I get you. I get you. But that's, that, that's kind of, it's, it's, it's got a, um, a flair to it that looks like it's trying to be like cute girls being assassins. So, I mean. I don't know. It, 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 it this one could be good. I I I think it could be fun. Yeah, I think my biggest thing cuz obviously the PV is going to want to more focus on the action and the animation. So my curiosity isn't so much in that because it's not impressing me to be honest. I I think the big thing that I'm going to be curious about is how well it plays out. Yeah, the spy stuff, but more on the idea of the probably the more mind games and v- verbal uh ninjutsu whatever you want to call it. Just that kind of stuff is going to be more curious. The actual spy stuff, not the boom booms and fire shots. So, but no, the thing that jumped at me very quickly when I watched this, and it makes sense why, again, the animation action scenes aren't really like completely blowing me away in the PV. We all know where their budget went with this show. Obviously, literally the (laughs) sayus. Yeah, because I pulled up the sayu list, right? Yeah. Literally every one of these main girls is an A, S, or to S rank 
uh, Seiyu. Like, we got Sora Amamiya, uh, we have Naotoyama, we have Aoyuki, Miku Ito, uh, Simure Uesaka. It's just, they're all big title Seiyus. And like I said, they, they're, they're yes. the big ones. Mm-hmm. They're the big ones. So, again, that makes, that, that I guess based on that alone, I'm probably going to enjoy the show because... I love a lot of these seiyus, and I know that they do a fantastic job of portraying characters. So at least, at the very least, if the character writing is good, they're going to portray the characters, and they're going to knock it out of the park. So, Who's doing this one? Um, Feel. Studio Feel? Feel. They don't feel. do too bad, if I remember right. Yeah, they've done some They've done some solo in the past, but yeah, like I said, um, PB isn't crazy. Uh, but I think, like I said, I think a lot of it's going to come down to... Just yeah, the Matsuri. show itself. So wow, this this could be a diamond. Well, they don't do like a lot of really high action stuff. I mean, Hinamatsu already had like what three really cool action scenes in it, but most of it was just comedy. It was just like the, for some reason, like what was it like the was it the first episode I think where it had the lady with the cell phone and she was beating up the guys in the street it was like holy crap, where this animation come from? But then it was pretty much that was most of the action. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm I'm excited for it. Character designs are fantastic too, so that's another that's another plus for me. But like I said, it's the Seiyus. Like this, this if anything, this show is going to be driven by the Seiyus. They're gonna they're gonna carry it. But I don't know. I I think back when it was first announced, I heard some positivity around the source material. So I'm hoping that means that the writing's good and the the Seiyus can take it. But we'll see. We'll see. Again, that's uh, Spy Classroom. Check. I'm that telling out. you, that's the diamond right there. What's the diamond? Uh, that that show. Bet you that that blows Kobe won't up. be the invisible. No, the one that we were just talking about. Oh, spy classroom. It's gonna blow way. up. It's gonna blow up. I'm telling you. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Chris is Chris is putting down the gavel. But no, our next one is Kobu won't be invisible, or Kobu san or won't let me be invisible. Sorry, Kobu san won't let me be invisible. Kobu san wa mob no wo yuru senai. And this one is Junta Shira Ishii has just one goal, to experience youth to the fullest, but this is easier said than done. Junta is so socially invisible that people at school uh, would swear he skipped class even if he was sitting right behind them. Everything changes when Junta meets Nagisa Kubo. She's the only person who pays Junta any attention and her consistent teasing is sure to turn Junta's quiet life upside down because Jubo won't let him be invisible. I like when they put the title in the synopsis. That just is super cheesy. Studio is Pine Jam. The director working on it is Kozo Omi Koga, who did Rent-A-Girlfriend 2 and Gambare Dokichan. This will be streaming on High Dive. I want this show so bad. I, I want to watch I'm, I'm it. Getting, I'm real getting a massive teasing master Takagi's vibes. <laughs> Obviously, the whole teasing genre is getting like pretty popular. I don't necessarily know if that's what they're going for. It doesn't look like he's like bugged by her. It's just it seems like she's giving him attention. So I guess it's going to be how much is it of it is reliant on her bugging him and him not liking it, or him just her being cute and him reacting to her being cute. But yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We, we It's going up against a very strong contender in the teasing girl genre this season, which know, is the return right? of Nagatoro. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it does seem like we're, we're kind of pushing to the realms of possibly having one 
at least one teasing girl show every other season. So it's a pretty it's a pretty popular little genre. So we'll see. It looks cute. Guy looks extremely boring. So hopefully, I mean, I mean that makes sense since he's a mob. He or he thinks he's a mob, which is a background character. So we'll, we'll see if he has some character in him, sir. There you go. Kobu won't let me be invisible. Check that out. Moving on, we have the ice guy and his cool female colleague. Like this is the one we've been talking about quite a bit on the podcast as it was kind of being announced and scheduled and everything. Kuri Zokuse Danshi Tokur na Doryo Joshi. A lot of words I've never think I've ever had to pronounce before. <laughs> Pronunciate. The setting is a workplace where snowy white romance blows in like a blizzard. Himoru is a descendant of Yuki Onas, living in modern times, which basically Yuki Onas, uh, and a Nubik office worker. When he greet, uh, when he gets emotionally overwhelmed, he ends up causing blizzards or starts building snowmen and igloos. That's very specific. Whenever his, his secret romantic feelings for his unique yet kind coworker uh, Fuyutsi intensifies. He somehow, sometimes ends up freezing those around him. That's not good. Then <laughs> there's Fyutsuki. Everyone, uh, then there's Fyutsuki. Everyone always sees her as a cool type, but Fyutsuki is actually also pretty curious about her mysterious co-worker, Himuru. Oh, so she's going to be a, um, a kudere. She look, kind of looks like that, yeah. Yeah. Their relationship continues to gradually evolve, uh, evolve daily, through work and work events. Eventually, they start spending some time together outside of work, but they're both a bit awkward when it comes to love. So they can't even, they can't seem to get closer. A heartwarming workplace fantasy rom-com starring the seemingly cool couple is about to begin. Cool couple. Just one's extremely sub-zero-ly cool. Uh, Zero G is working on it along with Liber. I've never heard of Liber. Liber? Liber, I guess. Uh, sources of manga, comedy, genre, uh, romance, comedy, slice of life, supernatural is the genres, and series composition by Tomoko Konparu, which did uh, Blue Spring Ride and Kimi no Tudoke. So we at least have a really solid romance <laughs> series composition writer. So there you go. And it'll be streaming on Crunchyroll. So cool stuff. I love the concept. Um, this one is. <sighs> We've we've like Andrew's mentioned. We've talked about it several times. I I I got kind of a slightly different vibe from it uh, the first time we talked about it, and it, that continued on when we were talking about it later. I was like, no, I thought that she was the Yuki Ona. Yeah, he thought that she was the Ice Queen. But apparently, I got it all goofed up. So it it it, it is what it is. He I, missed the whole Ice Guy thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured it was an Ice Guy and a, a Yuki Ona for whatever reason. So it was. It just worked out in my head, but now it, it it makes a bit more sense that that he's he's from the lineage of the Yukionas and and her being an actual um uh just a kudere would would just make this a real interesting concept. So yeah, it it, it definitely is one that we we've definitely been keeping an eye on for sure. Yeah, I like her design. She looks really cute, and it based on the key art, it looks like there's going to be at least a cone in there eventually we have a we have a fox spirit lady i guess but no i think my only like when i first when we first talked about this i thought that's a really cool concept i really like this idea and then we got the pv i was like okay she looks cool and then 
something spurred up a little bit of concern that I have for this series, and that was his reaction to her. And I'm, I'm still, I'm still freshly wounded by what we call Shikimori is not a cutie or not just a cutie. I do hope we don't get another Shikimori is not just a cutie where it's constantly this guy in his head going, oh my gosh, she's so cool or she's so cute. Um, and one of the reactions of the PV gives me that indication. So I hope that's not the case. I hope it's not just him freaking out about how cool she is. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But yeah, that's uh, the ice guy and his cool female colleague. Check that out. All right, now let's get into the shows that are going to be the anime of the year uh, contenders here, which starts off with Ayakashi Triangle. This one is Japan may be brimming with mysterious monsters called Ayakashi, but they have a special exorcist ninja force to counter the threat. Young exorcist ninja Matsuri spends his days fighting Ayakashi to protect his childhood friend Suzu. But when an Ayakashi cat named Shirogane shows up, Things get turned upside down. What? It's a stupid synopsis. It's something about something. I read another synopsis, but basically the cat doesn't want him to get with the girl. So he ends up putting this curse or something on him, which turns him into a girl. So which is funny because I'm like thinking, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you just blew the entire thing up. Yes, this is definitely (laughs) anime of the year. Right like, now. Like, I thought the thighs was enough. <laughs> <laughs> boing, boing. <laughs> but no, it's like, it's like the whole Rama thing, I guess, is what they're going to, I'm not sure what the trigger is going to be for him to go back to being a boy. It obviously shows him be a boy several times in the anime or the PV. So I don't know if it's only when he goes to do fighting, he finally can switch back or, or what. But my thought process was like, okay, the cat turns him into a girl to stop him being with the girl. And it's like, that wouldn't stop me. <laughs> Pretty much. Sure. We just, you just turned it from uh, just plain etchy to etchy Yuri. I mean, yeah. who cares? But yes, uh, Studios Connect. The That's that's more money right there, you know. <laughs> more traction. Sources of manga, the genres are action, comedy, etchy, romance, supernatural. The director is Noriaki Akitaya, who did Bakuman and Castle Tandandaline, which I think was fantastic. Series composition by Shugo Yasukawa, who did Food Wars and It's Supposed to Be Colors. So, director and series composition writer that knows comedy. So, that's another huge plus, I think. And yes, this is, of course, the original source material manga is by the artist that did the art for the Two Love Rue series. So, there's another reason why you know this person knows how to draw some some um, excellent specimens. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Very detailed uh, thighs. Clothing. Oh, yeah, clothing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Fabric. (laughs) Fabric. Teabacks. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's definitely one that I think we've we've been talking about this one for a long time. It felt like it was announced like two years ago, it feels like. So it's good to see it finally coming out. It will be on Crunchyroll. That's the only unfortunate thing. Um, There's possibly going to be a non-censored version i don't know I don't, I don't remember checking to see if this has like an atx broadcast or something but just be aware there might be two different versions but we'll see we'll see depends on how etchy the etchy is but if it's too love real probably mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah ayakashi triangle check that out that's interesting. one that's definitely going to have a censored version look like i said i'm we're getting into the the anime of the year stuff here this is the contenders we're finally getting into the good stuff uh, our next one is My Next Life as Inukai's son's dog. Or Inu ni natara suki na hito ni 
Hirowareta. This one is, they say every dog has his day. That's especially true for our protagonist, who was just turned into a dog and now lives every day under the care of his crush, Inukai-san. She hoped... <laughs> didn't distract it by the PV. Yep. <laughs> like, the moment I got to read a word, <laughs> the, they, the, pant, the skirt drops. Anyways, uh, she happily dotes on her new companion. And while he wants to return to human form some days, there's something wonderful about being cared for by a person you love. Enjoy life through the eyes of a dog in the My Life as Inukai's Dog. That's the second synopsis that has a title and it. There's the stupid code Gius the table moment. Dad. <laughs> The code key is in the table still gets me every time I see it. Studio Squad, uh, that's handling this very precious, delicate uh, um, production. Uh, <clears throat> uh, sources of manga, the genres are comedy, romance, supernatural, and very grown up, uh, grown upness, mature, nisechi. Uh, and that's it. Uh, uh, ser- uh, streaming's gonna be down high dive again. I'm going to assume. Just a slight possibility, probably a high possibility they might not get the uncensored version. But that's just normal these days. When's the last time we actually got an uncensored anime on any of the platforms? I can't even think of it. I thought I thought High Dive got um Like at streaming the time. Sleeve, oh, I don't know. Like eventually most of these platforms will get well, Crunchyroll never does. Um, I mean, they did have when they used Crunchyroll, to. I they think the last anymore. time Crunchyrolls had like the uncensored version was the my my um my girlfriend is a student council president, or whatever. Yeah, my wife is student council president. I think that was the it's last time while. we actually had on Crunchyroll. Like ever since then, they always get the censored version. Um, Funimation eventually will get the uncensored version for their Blu-rays, and then they'll put the masters up on their site. And that has not transferred over very well to Crunchyroll. But um, I think for High Dive, I don't know. I, I was it the I don't know if this um. The why are you here, teacher? I don't even think they. I think they may have got that one later, like later in the broadcast. Eventually, they went, they got it. But yeah, I think for all of them, they have that struggle. So that's the unfortunate thing. Um, and this is probably gonna be one of those ones that stupid it's stickers. Gonna do, yeah, the stickers are irritating me. It's, it looks like it's gonna be doing the sticker thing. It's not gonna do. They have a version that hides it. It's just gonna be a straight up sticker one, probably. So that's the unfortunate thing. But still. Good catch by High Dive. Um, <laughs> I would. Suspect, I wish they got the Moral Guild last season. <laughs> I would suspect because of how much content this show or this uh, this sh- manga had, I would suspect this will probably be in the short or half. Uh, you think half it's going to drop off to short? Um, I would almost nearly lean on that one yeah i mean it does it does have kind of a story uh in the latter parts but yeah up until that point it it's it's a lot of just uh goofy situations yeah i don't don't even think um yeah they haven't announced the time time amount but we'll see we'll see we'll see well no it's well i don't know if that makes a difference they've they've already announced like two different broadcast channels so again they're gonna they're gonna have a censored censored version for sure but we'll see. Again, that's my life as Inukai's dog. Check that out. If uh, he just, she just totally chucked it off. Unless they drag out a lot of this stuff. I mean, they could could very much do that. I mean, it, that's not impossible. Mm, it's 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 I'm a, heartbroken if they drag out a lot of this stuff. It's it's one of those things that it it's it it will literally revolve around the idea of just 
goofy situations that these girls are in involving him just being the kind of male gaze in a weird way. So, yeah. The male doge gaze. <laughs> Again, that's uh, My Life as Inukai-san's Dog. Check that out if that's uh, if you are a person of culture. Person of culture. Like those that are watching Uncle from Another World right now. Episode 10 was spicy. I loved it. Uh, let's move on to our next anime of the year contender. Man, it's like bam, bam, bam. I told you. Onimai, I'm now your sister. Or Onichan wa Oshimai. This one is Mahiru Oyama was just a normal erotic game loving dude until he woke up one morning as a woman. Turns out his mad scientist little sister Mihari tried out one of her new experiments on him with a disastrous outcome as far as Mahiro is concerned. But Mahira, M- Mihari, sorry, Mihari is uh, determined to study him as he de- is determined to get back to his shut-in game-playing life. And one thing for sure, life is going to get a whole lot weirder from here on out. Oh, shucks. Uh, studio is Studio Bind. Yes, the studio behind the Mushoku Tensei Java Reincarnation. They're just like, they have. I think they, had, they said they have a B team, a uh, different director and stuff that's going to be working on this one. Um, including Michiko Yokote. Yes, our, our favorite Michiko Yokote is going to be doing serious composition work. She is fantastic. So, genres are comedy, slice of life, and the source is a manga. But yeah, this is a, this is definitely one that I've been super excited for. And I think like, it's like one of those ones where I'm like, okay, this is a cool concept. We've got a, we've, we've had a lot of these gender bend type shows and they just seem to, they don't seem to work for some reason. And I think this is the first one when I seen the, the recent PV they released, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is, this is possibly going to work. Like I scanned the manga a little bit. Nothing was like standing out to me. Um, and I think the weird, the thing that I'm really getting a sense of is that it doesn't feel like it's going to be like, it doesn't feel like it's going to be inappropriate about it, I guess is the best way to that's put what it. I, it looks they, like it's going to be more wholesome. It yeah, feels like it's going to be cute and wholesome. That's for sure exactly what I'm getting off of this. The the vibe off of this um, this PV is that, that it feels very much like it's going to be more in line with, you know, a... Um, yeah, there's... I mean, there's one one particular clip where, where she's running into a bathroom. But that's about as far as they're going to it looks like they're going because everything else feels more like a cute girl's doing cute things. It's just from a perspective of a guy being in a female body. So and and then they'll probably just play off of, well, why are we doing this? Well, because we're girls type thing. And I think that that's going to be kind of the gist of it. And I, I, I think that it would work really well. Um, it It's too easy for a gender bender to eat, go right straight into the etchy because let's all Well, it be kind serious. of sets that, it that, up by him it's saying that he's an erotic game-loving dude. And it's like, okay, then the assumption is he's immediately going to go, all right, let's, let's, let's try out this new equipment. And it doesn't <laughs> exactly. seem like that really is the thing it's going for. The cat outfit's so cute. The, the cat outfit is adorable. Cat pajamas. But I do, there, there's a very, very high, um, uh, uh, very bleached out coloring palette. So it's, it, it's going more for a nostalgia v- vibe it, by far. Um, so it's going heavy on the cutesy side for sure yeah the style looks really good it is very much so very erratic i guess to it and just the animation like a lot of the action the movement and stuff is way over exaggerated in a lot of cases so it looks really good so even if it's not like studio binds like 
you know, crazy detailed backdrops of Mashoko Tensei Jobless Reincarnation. It looks like they're going to put a lot of really great animation into making these characters come alive. So it reminds me something like Slow Loop and not Slow Loop. Well, Slow Loop also, but like uh, Slow Start, that kind of stuff where it's like a comedy, cutesy girls, but then it's overly animated. And it's like, okay, you just made this like 10 times better by doing that. So early Dogokobo work that I fell in love with that studio yeah. to begin with. And then they, they got a B team at some point. I hope they don't use the B team uh, for that uh, Oshinoko adaptation, but we'll see. But yes, Onimai, I'm now your sister. Another contender for anime of the year already. All right, we've had enough fun. Let's let's move on to stuff that's going to be more <laughs> in the mid area. Hopefully not. I hope all this stuff's amazing. Uh, but this is another gender bender, though. Uh, Reborn to Master the Blade from Hero King to Extraordinary Squire or Iyoro Iyu. Ooh, oh my gosh, I hate that word. Bu wo kiwa meru tame tensei su shoshite sekai sekaikyo no minarai kishi. People wonder why I don't just go learn Japanese. I learn it by having to read extremely long light novel titles on podcasts and annoy people because some people find it really funny. Anyways, after living a life devoted to serving his country and people, Inglis's one wish to be free of a king's burden and a train was successfully heard, or actually heard. But as a beautiful girl, reborn in the far future as a daughter of the renowned king uh, knights, Inglis can now focus on mastering the martial arts. A wish has been granted, and Inglis will be on the front lines, fulfilling the dream of becoming the strongest knight as a girl. Studios comment. Uh, and the source of light novel is action, adventure, fantasy, comedy, streaming on Crunchyroll. I, I think this is actually one of those ones where I, yes, it, it feels kind of weird, the idea of somebody being isekai into a different body. I mean, that was the case with like, um, in another world with my bladder. What was that one called? Um, the the wisest this wisest sage wisest or something grand, like that grandchild yeah the wisest no Merlin's grandchild or profess herself to be the uh, pupil of wise men wise men yeah see that one was a little weird because it did becoming cute girl but this one's kind of it makes it a little easier to kind of stomach when you have literally guy is reincarnated reborn actually he is an infant so he will grow up as a girl so it kind of makes it a little more more little more sense but I think it's probably going in the realm of He's a strong guy in his previous life, and now he's got to be a girl. And he might, yeah, have that thought process of, well, now I'm going to have to kind of learn how to be a, a hero a little bit differently or a knight differently because, obviously, <laughs> a little different well, muscle structures Well, obviously, he goes through the, the uh, culture shock of being a female while he's still a baby because that was probably what that whole face of the... That's what I'm saying. Get that, get that out of the way back here. <laughs> Let's get that whole aspect out of the way. And then he just grows up being a girl. And, again, he, he'll probably have to, you know, structure his lessons and stuff a little differently because, again, he's a female instead of a male now. But, yeah, that... Um, I will say that he at least he won't have any groin kicking problems. <laughs> oh god, CGI wolf guy. I uh, uh. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> I shouldn't have looked at it. I don't know, like I said, the PV's not really selling me too much on it. Uh but we'll see. We'll see if it's something more than just I, I grew up and then I mastered all these overpowered abilities and then I become a super overpowered chick. I reincarnated as an overpowered chick. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Again, that's Return to Master the Blade. 
the bled. Uh, this one, I, I, I'm for sure, when I looked at this a while back, I'm like, this is, this looks, this looks like blah, but we'll see. Or was the other one? I think it's the other one. We'll see. Uh, the reincarnated, uh, the reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world. Or Saikyo Onmyoji no Isekai Tensekai. Sekai. Seki? Seki? Sekai. Seki. Seki. I think. Uh, you can't be happy if you're just strong, even if you're the strongest exorcist in the world. Exorcist Haru Yoshi Kuga, called an unrivaled genius, is betrayed by the imperial court and about to die. Resolving to be happy in his next life, he uses a secret reincarnation technique he created and reincarnates into another world. And so he receives a new name, Seika, and a new life. What I lack in my previous life with cunning. This is a quote, by the way. In this life, I'll be more calculative and find happiness. With the strongest exorcist techniques and strong demons working for him, what lies ahead for him? The peaceful life he wants. Or, this is just the start of a story no one's ever seen before. The strongest, the story of the strongest exorcist in a fantasy world. Oh, more CGI garbage. Ugh, why, why the bad CGI in the PVs? At least, you know, keep it a secret until I watch the show. Anyways, um, it's like Chain Soldier had a PV come out here recently and I was like, Oof! <laughs> Why didn't you just wait until the show came out? And then you could shock me then. I guess it's good. Get it out there in the advertisement. Studio is Studio Blanc. Source of light novel. Genres are action, adventure, romance, fantasy, supernatural, and the series composition by Tokomachida. So another one from Tokomachida. Uh, and yeah, this is streaming on Crunchyroll. So he was eh. he was a great exorcist, so he put mm-hmm. himself in another world so he could get himself a harem. Yeah, he was about to die, and he's like, oh, I'll just reincarnate, and then... Give yeah, me a harem. harem. Yeah, huh? it's a harem. I'm, why not? I mean, if you had that option, tell me you wouldn't do that. Yeah, but I don't want to watch it. That's true. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to watch it sometimes. I don't know. I, I've been very vocal about the fact that these um, reincarnated uh, in the same world, like the fantasy reincarnates or the reborns in the same world type stuff, like the weak, uh, weak, strongest sage with the weakest crest, that kind of shows. I've yet to be impressed by a single one of them. I'm more impressed by Isekai shows, which is kind of surprising. But And you would think that it would work better than Isekai shows, but it, it just hasn't. So... I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm always up for the first one that actually shows me that these re- reincarnates in the fantasy worlds work out in the end. But um, we'll see. Again, that's the reincarnated, the reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world. Let's move on to um, something good again. Let's get back out of the the rut and let's get back into the good, the stuff that Andrew's excited for. First one we have is Endo and Kobayashi live. The latest on Sundere villainous Lisa Lotte. Or Sundere Aku Yaku Rejo Lesorate to Jicho Jikyo no Endokun to Kaisetsu no Kobayashi san. This one is Indo and Kobayashi just decided to play a, roma- a magical romance, an Atome game featuring the devious villainess named Lesorate. Kobayashi thinks. Lissolate is a traditionally dastardly villain, but Endo insists Lissolate is just misunderstood. The pair bicker and argue about Lissolate's character and motivations. But little do they know that Lissolate's in-game fiancé 
can hear every word, and their colorful chatter will lead him down a completely different path this than this than his character is supposed to tread. This one in his studio is Tezuka uh, Productions. The, the source is a light novel. The genres are comedy, fantasy, romance. And the series composition by Tomoko Konparu, who did Blue Spring Ride and Kimi no Todoke, which, yes, means a second one for the season. So, yeah. I'm super excited for this one. <laughs> I absolutely adore the concept. The, the, it, it's, it's one of those things that they're just taking the entire... Um, the the Atome game thing that they've been playing with for the 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 last few seasons since they they've came in and this one is just completely flipping it even more on its head. It's like um, how many different ways can you approach this? The 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 using um, where you would be either doing the 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 villainous character and and Isekai into the the villainous character and then fixing all of her her bad bad ends to um using a, a, a an off a, a mob character and 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 switching in in there and 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 changing up the the entire mix and and stealing the 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 villainous character away and or or the the more recent ones that you have the uh uh just they've they've been having so much fun with them uh, Atomi, and then they're just putting another wrench in this with this one where where they're these two characters are playing the game and and bickering back and forth and the her- one of the heroes hears this and and decides oh maybe maybe the the protagonist isn't who I'm supposed to be with what about the the villainous oh she's a sundere what what's what is this sundere diary type thing and it's like. I love this concept, and so I, I absolutely can't wait for this one, honestly. Yeah, I think that's the big takeaway, is it? it is obvious that the Atome game stuff is getting popular. Yes, a lot of it's around the villainous character. Um, even when it's not about the villainous character, like the Tough, Tough for Mobs series was, yeah, technically they had the same concept, and the idea that the villainous is never really technically a bad person. In <laughs> a lot of those stories, it's just the villainous is mad because she spent her entire life trying to get with the prince, and then suddenly the prince just ditches for some chick he just met at the school. Um, so it always makes sense why she's so mad. But no, I, I do like this idea of it kind of shifting more to having it to be pretty much let's play commentary with it. So you do have their bickering. But it just makes me kind of question, how is it going to turn this, how is it going to play out the main heroine girl? Like, is she going to just be like, oh yeah, totally, I'm going to help you guys out, or what? Or is she going to hear what they're saying in the background, or if it's only going to be the prince? Um, everything around that kind of sounds really funny, so... Um, I think that'll be a really cool playoff of it just because, again, I, I get a little frustrated with the Toma Games type, or the villainous specifically type stories because it's always like, oh, I'm avoiding flags, and the flags just kind of disappear really quickly. But um, this will be a, a definitely an interesting kind of take on that whole thing. So I'm I'm super excited for it. And yes, she, the Sundere Liz Latte looks fantastic. So I, I always like my Sundere's. Always hey, good. I it, it, it's funny because I, I do uh, do love the, the Ohoho uh, uh, ringlet characters and and she just looks like she fits in that that character archetype for sure and ha- having her be a sundere just icing on the cake yep, yep. I've, I've really come a long way on sundere i didn't used to like them as much probably because they've they've kind of shed the whole violent thing yeah like for the longest time the early sundere's they were always like super punchy like they just love punching everybody um they've kind of shed that so 
Yeah, and they've turned into just really complex, interesting characters, and they work really well. Yep, yep. Tough, tough, tough shells to crack. Endo and Kobayashi leave. I want so I said live. I, I've been fighting saying live this whole time. Live. <laughs> The latest on Sundere villainous assault. Being not truthful, I hope that some of the other archetypes get some some of this similar treatment where the, they just evolve a little start bit. evolving. Yeah, yeah, that. Let's move on to another isekai, farming life in another world. By the way, there's only like five isekais. Like we just said that we had sixty six titles. Only five, I think, five or six are isekai. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, Farming Life in Another World, or Isekai Nonbiri Noka. This one, after Hiraku dies of an illness, God brings him back to life, gives his health and youth back, and sends him to a fantasy world of his choice. In, other, in order to enjoy his second shot, God bestows upon him an almighty farming tool. Watch as Hiraku digs crops, or chops, crops, that too, probably. Chops and plows in another world in this laid-back farming fantasy. So, basically, the whole... Um, what what's, what they call it? There was, it was a term that we gave it. Uh, slow life, Isekai. Yeah, slow life, Isekai. Uh, Zero G's working on it. Source is light novel. The genres are fantasy. And the series competition, again, by Toko Machida. I wonder so, if more. this is the one that I was um, I was hoping for when, when we seen the... Uh, first because there was one that uh was a farming life and and then there was the other one that the guy got overpowered and 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 so i kind of we got him kind of switched up and i was thinking that that one was going to be it but the pv was like okay that's obviously not the one that i was looking for are you talking about the guy that kills a dragon with the carrot yeah oh okay yeah i got you so I don't know. hopefully this is the one that I was hoping for, and and it definitely turns out really well. I I there was one, definitely a farming one where I was very excited about the concept for it. It's it's just kind of sad because it's I yeah you can technically do something very interesting with it, but it, it is one of those ones where it's like do you again do you have to be isekai? I wonder if it's going to be able to define itself as why isekai because that's always the question why isekai. And I, I am really curious if this is just going to be one of those aspects where it's just new life. Now he's going to be like, man, life is so much better now that I'm doing this. I, it feels more peaceful, probably overworked in his previous life. And then now it's like, now he's got a big old huge harem and he relaxes. He definitely looks like he's got a harem. He's got like <laughs> 10 chicks in that path already. We're in the PV and we're already seeing chick, 10 chicks in the uh, the bath with him. So will it do something to make it worth even watching? I mean... I always kind of struggle with the slow life type of stories, like the banished from the heroes party, slow life kind of stuff. So we'll see if it can do something that's going to make it worth watching. But so far, PV and synopsis is like this is in a in a season with sixty five or sixty six shows. You you're not doing much to tell me this is the one I need to watch. Um, I'll, I'm watching all of them. Let's be honest. We'll see. Farming life in another world. Check that out. That's interesting to you. Moving on, this one was kind of a surprise to me when I was putting together the list, honestly. Um, I don't know how I missed it coming around. But no, this one's kind of of the Great Snow Sea, or Uyuki Umi no Kaina. A world blanketed in the endless and ever-growing ocean of snow. The people eke out a living, either huddled up around the roots of enormous tree, dotting, uh, dotting the surface 
or high in the canopy, which spreads over the planet's atmosphere. A chance meeting between Kaina, a youth from the canopy, and Liliha, a young woman from the surface, sets off a chain of events that will change the fate of the world. Now, the reason why this was so kind of interesting is that, uh, yes, it's being done by Polygon Pictures. And when I think Polygon Pictures, I typically think of things like, yeah, Blamu. Um, I think of uh, Nicedonia. And when I think of Nicedonia, I think of, yeah, <laughs> Sutomu Nihei, which, yes, is apparently the creator behind this one. So um, it is original work that is going to be wrote by uh, Nihei, again, the creator of Blamu, Nicedonia, Opposims. And uh, it's going to have pretty much the same team that you typically get from the Polygon Pictures team, which is Hiroaki Hiro Ando and uh, Sadayuki Murai. So just based on the fact that it's the creator of Nicedonia, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this. Now, the interesting thing is that they only have listed drama and fantasy for the series. And typically with Nihei, you get sci-fi. So I wouldn't be doubt I wouldn't doubt that eventually some sci-fi pops up in there. <laughs> I mean, the setting looks very much so similar to his other work of Opposims and technically Blamu, which is a kind of an underground type of thing. Um, you just can't shed Nihei style. Everything looks like Nihei style. So I'm, I'm definitely pretty hyped for this because it's been a long time, time since I've watched like a full on Polygon Pictures series. They've been working on a lot of movies lately. And um, again, I always liked Nihei's work. So besides Opposims, I got tired of Opposims really quick. I'm I'm pumped for it. They're flying everywhere. Yes, it it, it looks interesting. I, I I'm not too big on, but I do know that uh, Polygon does fine with it. But I I'm not big on the the. To me, they 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 I I like it better when they have the big old thick uh, lines like Bubu uh, Kibaranki did, and this one. They Polygon doesn't really do that so much, so I, I they their their CG stands out a lot more to me in in these shows. So we'll see, we'll see. Again, that's uh, kind of of the Great Snow Seed. I, I don't think we've gotten a listing for a streaming service yet either. So it might be Netflix because I mean, if it was Netflix, they probably would have said already. But you would think, but I know that Net- Polygon Netflix Pictures has been stuck on Netflix for a while now, right? That's what I was getting ready to say is Netflix grabs them real real fast, so. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. yeah okay. Moving on. We have the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Um, this is definitely one. I, there's a certain reason why this one's kind of exciting for me. This one is Tensei Ojo to Tensei Rejo no Maho Kakume. This one is, despite her supposed ineptitude with ma- regular magic, Princess Anisfia defies the aristocracy's uh, expectations by developing magicology, a unique magical theory based on memories of her past life. One day, she witnessed a, the brilliant noblewoman uh, Euphilia unjustly stripped of her title as the kingdom's next monarch. That's when Anisphia concocts a plan to help Euphelia regain her good name, which somehow involves them living together and researching magic. Little do these two ladies know, however, that their chance encounter will alter not only their own futures, but those of the kingdom and the entire world. 
I hate when they, the, the, I, mean, <laughs> I hate when they end like that. Their intertwined fate will change the world. Um, Diomedia. There's a lot of synopsis this time around that I don't like the endings of them. Diomedia. <laughs> at least they're not starting with the ordinary, <laughs> the typical, typical high school boy. Um, Diomedia is working on it. Sources light novel genres are fantasy romance and. I have on good authority. I think this one's the one that has Yuri on there as well. But yeah, series composition by Wataru Watari, who me and him aren't really doing well. I mean, we, we've had a falling out, but uh, okay, sure. Uh, for those that don't know, Wataru Watari has the original creator of Romantic Comedy Snafu. He went on to do series composition for Parallel World Pharmacy and Saints Magic Powers Omnipotence. And he did a good job on those two, so humph. But he still screwed up Snafu. Yeah, what's uh, what's your thoughts there, Chris? What do you think about uh, in another world with my magical uh, research with my Yuri uh, girlfriend and magical uh, double sides, apparently dual wielding dagger magic, slicing up wolves and looking crazy? Suddenly, Chris no longer wants to watch the show because chick just diced up she a bunch killed of a, wolves. a bunch of wolves. I mean, what's up with but that? But it was a cute girl doing it. What is what is Chris's take on that? Yeah, but she looked Yuri. happy and excited about doing it. That's what's wrong. He's sick guy Yuri. But I, I kind of made a comment. I think I'm on a live stream. I was talking about how this is like, I wonder if this will be a Yuri bait thing or if it's going to be like, and somebody's like, you oh, know, it's, it's pretty legit stuff. So hopefully not just like a full on Yuri bait type Yuri show. I don't know. Look, it, it seems like a interesting concept of the, the, I mean, the, the whole revolutionary type thing uh, could be fun to, to see a, them kind of playing that into that a, a bit um i don't i don't know how far they could pull that off but yeah I, it definitely seems interesting to go f- go at it from that direction of overthrowing the kingdom or or whatever have you uh, when they go down that road Jeez, chris are you talking about world domination with the yuri girls yeah for sure <laughs> i mean why not just take down the whole kingdom with the yuri girls no, it visually looks good, though. I like the character designs. Um, a lot of the animation looks really solid so far, so Diamedia hopefully does a really solid on this one. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Looking good. Magical Revolution of Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young Lady. I wonder what Reincarnate she'll be. Same world or other world? Probably other world if she's doing like some crazy uh, advancements and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Next one we have is High Card. Oh my gosh, this synopsis. Um, and the CGI is getting me again. Oh, I forgot about the CGI in this PV. Woof. After discovering that his orphanage was on the brink of closing due to financial stress, Finn, who was living freely on the streets, set out for a casino with the aim of making a fortune. However, nothing could have prepared Finn for the nightmare that would wait him. Once there, Finn encounters a car chase and bloody shootout caused by the man's lucky card. Quote unquote, lucky card. Uh, Finn. We'll eventually learn what the shootout was about. That the world, the world order, can be controlled by a set of fifty-two playing cards with the power to bestow different superhuman powers and abilities to the ones that possess them. With these cards, people can access the power uh, of the power of the quote-unquote buddy that can be found within themselves. There is a secret group of players called High Card who have been directly ordered to uh, by the King of Foreland to collect the cards that have been scattered throughout the kingdom while moonlighting as employees of the luxury car maker Pinoche. Pinochel? Pinochel. Um, 
<laughs> Scouted to become the group's fifth member, Finn soon joins the players uh, on a dangerous mission to find the cards. I'm, 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 I'm there. That's that's enough. <laughs> Reading anymore? <laughs> Stupid long synopsis. So basically, um, that's the first five episodes. It's probably the first episode. I'm sorry. I I hate to say this. I because normally I I is he know, gonna say it? This is stupid sounding. Oh, okay. I, mean, <laughs> I thought you were going to complain about the CGI. I'm like, is for once Chris going to not accept the CGI? He's no, not going to take the sitting. No, the, the concept of this is too stupidly convoluted. I'm sorry. I, I mean, the, the idea sounds interesting in theory, but it's you're, you're going... At first, it was like, okay, so is this some kind of weird uh, kind of... Uh, play on on like war uh, so two people bump into each other and then they hide their card for as long as possible they're doing their 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 secret techniques and then they reveal that their card was an actual f- four of spades and so four of spades beats a uh a three of spades so therefore he's stronger by because he's a four of spades no they're they're going out to collect these stupid playing cards you're making it way too complicated just for that. It, but the way that they're playing it out in the in the in the PV is that some something having to do with the cards have the powers, but the powers are not in the cards. I mean, what? It, the, the, yeah, the card unlocks your buddy inside. Your buddy is your power. It, you have everybody has a quirk, and you use a card to unlock it. I don't know. PV like every single vehicle in the PV looks like it's been polished by like five layers of gloss, and yeah, the CGI looks bad. I don't know it. I, I just it looks like a, a simple action show. Honestly, really I don't know does. if it's gonna be interesting at all, but it just looks like a bunch of people shooting at each other and magical flaming hands and stuff. So we'll see. I mean, it could be fun. I mean, if if, I mean, if, if it does the action good, besides the CGI cars. It could be fun. It definitely looks like it's got this kind of high society vibe going on. So you're going to have, um, at, at at if anything comes out of this, it'll probably be just the, um, the bling of it, for a lack of a better term. I don't know what a better way of saying it. it just it looks very flashy in a lot of ways. Now to possibly save it for a lot of people, because I just realized that Chris kind of jumped right into his impressions before I even got into this stuff. <laughs> Studio Hibari is working on it. Um, it's a mixed media project. I'm not sure exactly what everything they're doing. I think it's just like manga and stuff like that. Uh, but the interesting thing behind this is the creators behind it is the creator of Kakaguriri and Build Divide. So that explains the card stuff and the high society kind of feel of it. It's obviously because the the original creator of Kakaguriri is working on it. There's no derpy faces in the preview, so <laughs> I guess they didn't get to have that part passed. Um, but also, like I said, the Build Divide creator, which, again, they're also really big on the whole card game fighting aspect. So it it all makes sense now, right? The the creator of Kakaguri and Build Divide, and it's about people using cards in high society and shooting each other and, and blasting and powers. I still think if it was a weird uh, take on, on war, it would be an inter- interest, m- far more interesting show. Yeah, like, why don't they hire you? <laughs> don't hire... <laughs> Homura Kawamoto or or Hikaru Hikaru Muno. Anyway, that's hard card, high card. Sorry, not hard card, high card. There's probably a hard card on in the set. Let's move into some fun. Let's, let's let's get Chris a little bit more pepped up. He was super angry with that last one. Buddy Daddy is our next one, or basically, um, totally not Spy X Family. 
Anyways, uh, this one, I'm so happy that the synopsis is the way it is after I just read high card synopsis. Two professional contract criminals are up for their biggest mission yet, taking care of a child. That's it. It's adorable. I love it. I want to watch it right now. That's the synopsis. She just runs around like getting them into even more trouble. It's it's great. But yeah, this one is by PA Works. Um, apparently, according to one site that PA I read, Works I'm not too. Sh- right on. According to one site, I'm not sure if um, I didn't get confirm this elsewhere, but I think one site said that this is supposed to be within its PA Works working life type of series, which I think might not be true because I thought that the last one they did was they claimed to be their last, which was Aquatope. So it might be, might not. Either way, um, yes, it it looks like literally these two guys doing criminal acts and they're running around with this cute little girl that obviously probably gets them into shenanigans and constantly questions what they're doing because she's so super cute. She's literally Anya. If this if this isn't PA works trying to bank off of the recent like big thing that is Anya, I don't know what is. Um, it is again again original. The creator for it that's doing the writing, I think the only thing that I'm kind of a little bit hesitant on, and it's uh, Voi Shimokura, which they've only really done Tokyo 24th Ward in anime, which wasn't bad. Um, there was there was a kind of issues here and there with Tokyo 24th Ward. It wasn't a bad show. So I don't think it's going to ruin it. Um, they also have director Yoshiyuki Asai, who did Day I Became a God and Fate Apocrypha in Charlotte. And series composition by Yuko... Uh, Kaki Hara, who did Aquatope on White Sand and Chihaya Furu, so saw people working on it. I, again, I, I kind of question the whole aspect of uh, the creator itself, the writer, but we'll we'll see. But yeah, I don't know. I I I, I think it could be adorable. I'm I'm absolutely on board with this one for sure. Yeah, at least she looks fun. So yeah. I, hopefully everything else around it and the chemistry and the characters do a solid. It really does look like it has like. The one guy looks like the more goofy guy, and then you have the other guy looks like the super serious looking face stone face guy. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure their chemistry is going to be solid. I think somewhere I read um, insinuated, I think it was on their main site, insinuated that the the girl was like a mafia boss's daughter. So <laughs> that's going to make it really interesting that they're running around with a mafia boss's daughter. But yeah, look if you if you if you are sad with the conclusion of Spike's family, which is literally going to be this Saturday, it's going to be the last episode. Um, look forward to Anya to return and buddy daddies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one that we've been talking about for quite a while, kind of curious when this would eventually come out, (laughs) uh, saving 80,000 gold in another world for my retirement or Ryogo ni Sone, Sona ete isekai de eight manmai no kinka wo tame masu. This one is Mitsuha is a 18 year old girl who is often mistaken for middle schooler due to her childlike face and small stature. The story begins when she loses her parents and her older brother at the same time in an accident and ends up all alone in another world. She follows, uh, fails her university exam uh, entrance exam due to a shock of losing her family. There are people who are after her parents' insurance money. She doesn't know ex- uh, whether she should go to college or start working. There are also a lot of other expenses to worry about, including living expenses and the cost of maintaining the house. One day, as she worries about how she'll survive, she's given the world-jumping ability by a mysterious being allowing her to go back and forth between this world and the Inisekai world. 
Now that she has the ability, <laughs> she comes up with a plan for a future, which is to save eight billion or one billion yen in each world for a total of two billion yen or eighty thousand gold coins. Whew, that's a long synopsis too. But gives me a lot more context to the story, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you get most of the context from the freaking pe- the, the the title. Let's be let's be real. Um, but yeah, yeah, throwing a lot of the aspects about the family and stuff in there as well is kind of yeah, it can be a little heartbreaking. Uh, studio is Felix Film. Source is light novel. Genres are fantasy. And uh, creator is Funa, who did Didn't I Say I Make My Abilities Average in the Next Life. And the creator or the streaming service will be Crunchyroll. I think that was the only thing that I came up with that. Honestly, the PB, it looks okay. I think the only thing that I've had, like, uh, the big, the biggest hesitation that was created from looking into this show was Funa. I wasn't a huge fan of Didn't I Say to Make My Life or My Abilities Average the Next to Life. I felt like that show found a joke and it wouldn't let it go. And so hopefully this one isn't the same way where it just kind of gets stuck on jokes a lot. Uh, but it's an interesting concept. We don't typically have isekais where they're jumping back and forth constantly. So, no, and and that 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 I think is con- probably it could be its kind of really cool uh, niche where, like like you have smartphone where he has the phone. He never uses the phone per se. So it, it, it had GPS. Suppose, it had GPS and Google. Um, it, it it's one of those things that. Y- you you have this kind of thing that you can use to your advantage. In particular, with this one, her being able to go back and forth, she can take money from this other world and take it into modern Japan and sell them, obviously, and make money off of it. Which is kind of what they do in the um, in the the PV. Is it shows that she's coming back to the world and she has the gold coin, and then she does some math to figure out how much the gold coin is worth. Going. And then she immediately it clips to her in in a uh, a, a, a gun range, so that that could be a cool way of her equalizing herself on the other side where she has she has the ability to use a gun in 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 the other world. So that this this is something that could be it's uh, this show's particular niche, and it it, it it I I I really like the concept of somebody who's traveling back and forth and and the advantages that that would that would present. Yeah, I I think it's got a good, it's got a solid setup. The concept is good. Like I said, I think my only fear is that similar to, didn't I say to make my my, my abilities average the next life, it had a cool idea to start out as well, which is when she told them to make my abilities average because she didn't want to be crazy cool or anything like that, just wanted to be a normal person. They put him in a world where the average based on the weakest and a dragon <laughs> is really powerful. So, and then it was like, okay, that was the joke. All right. So what next? Uh, that was kind of the joke. <laughs> so hopefully this one has kind of keeps it going, which I mean, they have a lot of things to really work with here. Again, like you're kind of mentioning, you know, doing exchanges, figuring out what's the best way to make money over here, using abilities from each side, or at least resources from each side. Like, bringing a gold coin to modern times is going to probably make it worth more here than it is over there. And then technically, yes, bringing the modern technologies of weaponry and stuff over to there would probably be beneficial as well. So, we'll see, though. That's saving 80,000 gold in order to, in, in another world for my retirement. Moving on, Malevolent Spirits Monogatari. This one's finally coming out <laughs> after so long. 
Uh, this one is filled with rage against spirits known as Sukumagami. Kunato Hyoma is spent er, is sent to live with Nagatsuki Botan to help him see a different side. Though both are part of a clan that return the spirits back to their world with divine powers, their experiences from the uh, with the otherworldly vessels are vastly different. Kunato robbed of a loved one and Nagatsuki saved by them. Can she get through to him? Bandai Namco Pictures is working on it. Uh, manga is the source material, action, supernatural genres, and series composition by Keichiro Ochi, uh, who did Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting, Demon Girl Next Door, uh, Quintessential Quintuplets, and Hinamatsuri. And uh, this will be streaming on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I don't know. It looks it looks a lot like that uh, with the guy that uh, ate the fingers. Jizukaisen? Yeah. That's interesting. That's that's what the artwork looks like to me. So, oh, uh, the art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, I, I'm mixed on this one. I, this is kind of going in the Sukumagami area slash yokai kind of stuff. I nothing so far that I've seen kind of interested me. I I am kind of interested in the the perspective of the girl. It looks like she's kind of been raised by like a family of these uh, Sukumagami. But I don't really know that I'm going to like the main character. <laughs> I don't know. I'm already getting a sense that I'm not going to like the main character. I, there's something about what I've looked into it so far. I'm like, I just feel like I'm going to really hate this guy, aren't I? I mean, he's he's going to have like some tragic thing that I got involved with when he was younger. I think he was working on a project and then it got some people really badly hurt or killed. And so he just never liked them. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm not I'm not super super excited for this one but we'll see we'll see we'll see i like this already spoilers for today's episode of my hero academia inside of the uh suggestion boxes of youtube thank you youtube thank you youtube i watched it but yeah uh moving on (laughs) the ice blade sorcerer that shall rule the world oh gosh this is easily like the most like moving on kind of (laughs) Of all the shows that I went through for this preview, this is the first one that was like, all right, moving on. Um, Hyokin no Majutsushi ga Sekai wo Subaru. Uh, the Arnold Academy of Magic is a school for the elite, and Ray White is just an ordinary guy. There it is. Ordinary guy. In fact, he doesn't seem particularly skilled with magic at all, and is a bit of a klutz. Which is why he has nothing to do with the rumor that one of the great magicians, the Ice Blade Sorcerer, is a member of the incoming class. Right? Well, obviously right? not. He has Don't nothing look at to the do key with art. it. Obviously, Don't look at the key art, right? <laughs> Cloud Hearts is a studio, whatever that is. Source is a light novel. Genres are action, fantasy, etchy, comedy. I see no etchy in the PV. Streaming on Crunchyroll. This show looks... So, I mean, besides the cute redhead chick, this show looks so... It looks like... We, I don't know. How far back would that be? Like 2016, I think? We're back in 2016 where like it was all about Magic School Academy shows. And they were just pumping them out like, oh, here's another one. Guy goes to Magic Academy and... Totally not popular and totally not super overpowered. Totally not the ice blade source for. I don't know. It looks boring. You excited for it? I don't know. It, I 
I like Magic Academy, so... There you go. The Ice Blade Sorcerer shall rule the world. Uh, one that did kind of impress me. I was really not expecting that I would actually like this show until I started looking into it and watched the PV. But that is apparently Disillusioned Adventurers will save the world. So apparently these guys from this show are going to go stop the Ice Blade Sorcerer that's going to rule the world. Save the world, rule the world. Ningen, uh, Ningen Fushin no Byokensha Tachi ga Sekai wo Suku yo Desu. This one is Nick. I think it's the first time I've ever seen a Japanese anime character named Nick. Nick used to be the member of the veteran venture party, helping his undisciplined friends with the uh, with the accounts whenever he could. But what is it with the accounts? With their accounting, I guess? Probably. With their account? Anyways, um, but what was his reward? <laughs> getting accused of, embe- yeah, getting accused of embezzlement and kicked out by the leader he was re- uh, res- that he's respected. Uh, before long, he finds a few other jaded adventurers and kindred spirits, and together they form their own unstoppable party. So is Geek Toys, which I think is the only thing that sort of has me a little bit hesitant on this show. Uh, sources of light novel and genres are action adventure fantasy. Like Geek Toys is, they've had a rough history. Now I'll just say that they've had a rust, really rough history. But uh, yeah, I this is one like I said I didn't really have any expectations for, and then I watched the PV, and the PV really sold me on it. It looks like it could be a lot of fun, depending on what all they kind of do with the characters. But it is like a really fun little, basically the group of misfits, the the, the group that has been kind of kicked out. And they come together. I'll be curious to find out if like some of these some of these kicked outs. It obviously says that he's been you know unjustly accused, but was a possibility the others are possibly they're the reason for getting kicked out or the reasons that they're kind of misfits. That'd be a lot of fun. So we'll see. Like I said, my only concern that I have for the show is Geek Toys. They've they've been kind of very rough in the past. I, I like have CGI. Mug. Yeah, the 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 beer mugs look horrible, um, <laughs> but no, I love the concept. I the but but I I do I I'm 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 a sucker for underdogs and having an entire team of misfits like Andrew was saying just absolutely tickles my fancy. So yeah, I really really love the concept of this. This is yeah for sure. This is side of me almost gets like a sense of like a little bit of a slice of life uh, adventure guild group type of thing with a lot of the 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 shots around the parties and everything like that i wonder if they'll have a little bit of a feel of you know like similar to grimgar fantasy Ash. they go out and they fight stuff but there's also like back at home life so we'll see it looks good though i i'm, I'm like i said it, it the pv sold me so I'm, I'm definitely excited for this one i like a lot of the character designs too very unique look to him but yeah that's um uh, apparently disillusioned adventurers will save the world from the, again, Ice Blade Sorcerer, who's going to take over the world. Moving on, some more Isekai fun. We have Handyman Saito. It's finally coming out. Old Roomba in a dungeon. Roomba, Roomba's in your dungeons. Uh, Handyman Saito in another world, or Binia Saito-san Isekai ni Iku. This one is, Handyman Saito has never been anyone special. All his life, he's had average braids. Ordinary athletic skills, a commonplace job, 
But his unremarkable path takes a turn when he wakes up in another world. Here, warriors, wizards, and elf accompany him on a quest, delving deep into the dungeons, and Saito realizes for the first time what it's like to be needed. After all, who other than the handyman could be trusted to open uh, locked chests uh, or repair his ally's equipment? Beginning his lot. Beginning with a simple thank you, this is the story of an ordinary person fulfilling life. Or ordinary person's fulfilling life. I like how the, the whole punchline of the synopsis is, dude has this really boring, unfulfilled, unthanked life of being a handyman in Japan, probably fixing stuff, and everybody kind of like, oh, it's just a handyman, whatever. And then he goes to this other world, and he repairs an armor, and they're like, thank you that actually that th- i could die if this armor breaks and he's like oh wow <laughs> somebody actually cares about what i do it just gives me a vibe of that in the synopsis like suddenly people actually like him and like that he fixes stuff unlike the old man who's complained about his ac not working which he could probably you know overheat you know physically if he doesn't get his ac fixed but no thanks to mr saito the handyman Anyways, sorry. They're still not understanding what the Roomba has anything to do with anything. Why is there a Roomba there? I don't know if he makes it or, or what. Maybe he makes it and then sets it into the like. Maybe he was trying and to. It, get, it catches no, no, like no, no, no. Tra- uh, traps. No, I'm thinking that he was trying to ca- catch it when he isekai'd. That's. I think that's what I got an indication of when I watched the first time. I think you're right. It's either that or he sit, He makes a Roomba so that yeah, because he, he's going after it. and Then he goes what. No, yeah, yeah, it kind of it kind of indicates that. Yeah, and they're all like, "Who the hell is this dude?" And like laying on the ground. No, because they're yelling Saito. No, it's a it's a Roomba, and he's trying to save it from something. It's his Roomba, probably. It's a really bad looking Roomba CGI. Anyways, this looks interesting. It, it is. It hopefully will be one of those ones where it takes it from a different perspective of any Sekai, and I it obviously seems like that's what they're going for. And I'm always for just weird different takes on Isekai. Plus, the fairy looks really cute. Yeah, I, I, I love the concept. Um, just like I said in the last one, I, I love the underdog. And this and him actually getting his due of appreciation is something that I, I think is actually kind of warranted as a hardworking person and, and being in another world and finally getting some acknowledgement. I love that concept. So yeah, if you, if you guys want to be appreciated, all you got to do is go to another world. That's where all those that's where all the harems are at. That's where all the harems are at. That's where exactly. All the damn harems are at. That's where all the OP abilities are at. Just see that guy and bam OP. Again, it's Hendai Man Saito in another world. Let's go into um this one. This this one. Uh another slow life type show. Chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army. So basically banished from the Heroes Party, but banished from the de- Demon's Party. Uh, <laughs> Kaiko, Sareta, Ankoku, Heisha, 30 no slow na second laifu. The story centers on Daryl, a soldier in the Dark Lord's army who cannot use magic. Instead, he wields his intellects and initiative as an assistant to the dark, one of the Dark Lord's most trusted captains. But when the captain similarly uh, replaced, Daryl also loses his privileged position and is fired. In disappointment, he retires to a village of humans, getting a new start at a life by using his abilities to accept requests for help. 
Encouragement Films is working on it, and Sources Light Novel and Fantasy Slice of Life is the genres, and it will be streaming on Crunchyroll. Shrug. That's so? all I have to say. Just shrug. I don't really... I don't know. Like I said, this kind of falls right into the realm of the Banish from the Heroes party. Um, he's going to go into this village and have a hot, big-chested chick and solve quests, I guess. I don't know. Nothing Nothing about this one really grabs me, but we'll we'll see. But... I don't know the the main girl sounded like Natoyama for like two seconds when I watched the PV, but then I looked it up and it wasn't her. That's about that's about the only excitement I got from it. I don't know. It it it, it seems like it could be cute. I for, for sure. I mean, but I I I do like the more slice of life fish, and I I like the concept of um, having the slice of life in the fantasy world. So yeah, definitely seems interesting. So how long until they have somebody show up and go? Did you know that your friend here, Dariel, was a part of my Demon Lord army? And oh yeah, by the way, anybody? big chested lady, you know that your mother, when she died in that one village, that was a Demon Lord's army that destroyed him. I don't know. We'll see. They probably don't care. Yeah, chilling in my 30s and getting fired from the Demon Lord's army. Check that out. That's interesting to you. Uh, moving on, we have Legends of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Northern War. Or tells uh, the Legend of Heroes Sin no Kiseki, but yeah, this one uh, I don't. I'm not gonna read the synopsis because I don't know what spoiler or whatnot. Um, I did. This is obviously a adaptation of specifically the Northern War. I think it's the Northern War is what it's called. That happens in some point in the Legend of Heroes Cold Leg- uh, Trails of Cold Steel series. Uh, apparently, it's like this war that is not actually seen in, fir- in per- first perspective in the regards to this, the game itself. So I don't know. Um, I, I, I started the first one and I really wanted to continue on. Um, uh, but it's, it's extremely long. <laughs> it's an extremely long JRPG. Um, I hope one day to get back to it, but I, I don't actually plan on watching this show just because I know again, it's supposed to be separate from the rain story, but I, I really don't, it just seems like there's going to be something in there that's probably going to be spoilery referenced or something like that to the main storyline. But yeah, if you're a fan of the trails of cold steel series, definitely check out that anime. There's, there's some, some wolf CGI in there, but there's, it's, it looks like some pretty solid animation as well. So, uh, Tetsu Noko's production is going to be doing the, uh, studio is going to be working on it. Um, again, the source is a game trails of cold steel and, uh, yeah, it's gonna be on Crunchyroll. You gonna be checking it out. You gave me like two excuses not to watch <laughs> it, so like, I, I, I'm I'm gonna take take you up on the first one for you sure. You can jump on it. What was the two? I forgot what the two were. I don't know which one you chose. Uh, the the first one was uh, that it was based on the game, a part that would spoil something. I'm sure that I and I was like, oh, I don't want to spoil anything uh, of this game that I've never played, and I probably will never play. But I definitely don't want to spoil it. So. Um, yeah, I, excuse needed, and grabbed, and taken. Okay. She's, the she's second one looking. had something to do with the, the CGI, for- I'm sure. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> what the other one was in. Uh, moving on, we have Campfire Cooking in Another World with My Absurd Skills, or Tondemo, uh, Tondemo Skill de Isekai Hyoro Meshi. This one, along with... What's with these long synopsis, dude? Along with three other heroes, 27-year-old Mukondo 
Suyoshi is transported to into a fantasy world to rescue the kingdom from mysterious threat. However, it is soon to, uh, becomes clear that Suyoshi has been dragged into the summoning ritual by accident, with only skilled turns out to be food menu, which allows him to open an interface where he can purchase and attain food-related supermarket items from modern Japan. Unceremoniously booted from the palace, Suyoshi sets out on his own into the in, into his new world. However, his ability to create delicious dishes unknown to his world soon p- pays dividends, even uh, attracting the legendary wolf Fenrir. Fenrir is also uh, is so taken in by the food that the creature immediately forms a contract with Suyoshi. Okay, obviously, uh, becoming his familiar, followed <laughs> followed by the whimsical mythical being. Suyoshi takes up the job as a merchant and adventurer, traveling and cooking up mouth-watering meals, and never fail to amaze the inhabitants of the world. Yes, this is being done by MAPPA. Very interesting choice for a studio. I think it's MAPPA's first CGI anime. Um, obviously, the only thing that looks like it's being really animated in the PV is cooking, cook, uh, cutting food, because it looks like they spent like a week animating meat cutting but yeah source of light novel Ooh, the serious competition t- turn into a uh, uh, cute girl huh it looks like Fenrir is going to turn into a cute girl so that's all that needs to be done Ichiko uh, Yokote is going to be working on it as well for serious, serious competition she's uh, again really fantastic where do you get the impression that she turns into a it, girl because the girl has the name uh, Fenrir on, under it that's Ninrir it said Fenrir. Her? She's Ninrir. Said it on the other side, where the wind goddess was. On the other side where the wind goddess was? Where it says wind goddess. I thought it said Fenrir. Oh, it says Ninrir. No, I know. It It wind changed goddess. from wind goddess to Fenrir. It's okay. Oh, okay. I didn't see it change. So your thoughts? Uh, I, I I loved the idea of it. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I was... I just... my. You wanted eyes were you wanted to see it. It looked you like her. Wanted to it see looks a like Finn her. turn to a hawker. <laughs> well, I seen them both in the key art, so I didn't think it was her. Anyway, I uh, I, I loved the concept before, and I I still love the concept for sure. I I just love the idea of the uh, of the dude just not not really necessarily being a, a crazy uh, OP character. He he just makes food and people love the food so yeah love it i hate foodie shows with a burning passion the only foodie show that i was able to watch all the way through was emia family and that's obviously because fake characters shenanigans um so i don't know i i will give it a shot but yeah watching food cook and people go mm, is extremely boring to me. So we'll see. I know that a lot of people love foodie stuff. Um, I, yes, despite the fact that I am not the skinniest person in the world, I am not a food person. <laughs> I'm not a big food person. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if it's got some fun in there that's going to be interesting. I mean, it makes sense that Fenrir makes a pack with him. I mean, he gets free good food. Um, why not? I mean, just never going to never gonna starve and you get really good food. There you go. But yeah, if you want to look, if you want to watch Mappa, the critically acclaimed Mappa studio that is is just overworking their staff to death, making crazy animation, um, do two different shows this season: Vinland Saga and this one. 
um, do an animation about food and isekai, check out uh, uh, In Another World with my Jeff Bezos app. That was a good joke. That sure. Was, that was a good joke. In Another World with Bezos? Yeah. Bezos? Yeah. Amazon? Gotcha. Come on, yeah, joke. I, yeah, Amazon? we got the... We, everybody got it, Andrew. Let's you don't have to spell it out. Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. This one, in the world where fairies are brought are bought and sold to the highest bidder, humans aren't exactly on friendly terms with the fae folk. But friendships is exactly what Anne Halford seeks with Chalet, her new fairy bodyguard. Though he's not too keen on the idea. As his new master, Anne, protects, uh, Anne tasks him with escorting her through a particularly dangerous area. But with a reluctant bodyguard eager to escape a life of servitude, she'll have to deal with a lot more than she bargained for. That's a really dumb voice for that one. JC staff's working on it, though. Source is light novel. Uh, genres are adventure, fantasy, romance, and it will be streaming on Crunchyroll. Yeah, this one um, looks really beautiful. I, I, I like the visual style of it. Um, I, this is kind of one that I've been kind of excited for for a while. I'm really hoping that it's going to be a really solid romance type series with that little kind of fantasy twinge to it but um just based on the visual style itself and the character designs and everything i'm really i'm really hopeful it looks like she's besides that whole aspect it seems like she works on like sweets or something like that on the side so that's like her job and then he's supposed to protect her but we'll we'll see hopefully it'll be a really solid little romance i i i i've absolutely been anticipating this one for a long time I really I just in love with the the artwork, the the eyes, the freaking eyes. But yeah, I the fairies seem to have galaxies in her eyeballs. <laughs> fairy fairy eyeball galaxies. But yeah, I'm I I I am very excited about this one for sure. Yeah. Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. Definitely excited for that one. This one, this next one, where the hell did this one come from? I had to tell Chris about this even after I did my live stream. I'm like, where did this thing come from? Uh, this one is Fire Hunter, the Fire Hunter, or Hikari no O. This one is outside the magical barriers lies a world overrun by fiery beasts known as flame demons, and the only ones who can protect humanity are the Fire Hunters. In the dark woods where the beasts roam is where Toko, a young villager, is rescued from attack by one of these skilled trackers, Koshi. But their meeting has no was no accident, and a new destiny begins. Now, the reason why this really jumped on my attention, it jumped to my attention, caught my attention, is because it looks so, like, older style to it. Like, it has an older feel to the art style and the coloring and the visual quality of it. Um... Signal MD is working on it. Source is a novel. Uh, genres are fantasy. Now, here's where I'm starting to get that feel of why it feels kind of very more older school style to it. Both the director and the series composition writer are both like veterans of anime. Like you have Junji Nishimura, who did You're Under Arrest, um, Ranma One Half, True Tears, Glass Slip. I'm not going to talk about the Glass Slip. Uh, series composition writer is Ranma Mamoru. One Ranma One Half or Ramda? Ranma One Half. Series composition by is there Ranma? 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 I, I don't know. I've never heard of that show. And don't make fun of my typos. It doesn't say Ranma one half. It don't make them. Don't fame. Look, does this help if I just get rid of this D right here? Okay. Yes. Yes. That that makes a lot more sense. Like 
unless you know what a Ramda is, I don't I know don't. what's the point in bringing that up. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. Serious competition by Mamoru. Uh, Mamo. I would have done that. Serious competition by Mamoru Oshii, who did uh, directed Ghost in the Shell and Urusei Yatsura, the original Urusei Yatsura. So, like I said, it's got like a, it's, like I said, the visuals of the PV that we've seen so far, even the key art. Looks very old style to it, and again, it's got a lot of, like, it's got veterans working on it, so I don't know anything about the novel itself, but obviously getting these two on board with this whole project seems kind of promising to it, but it looks really good. Like, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped for this, and I don't, and I have no perspective to go by, just except for what they've kind of shown and who's working on it, so... Yeah, it definitely looks amazing. Um, the by far, it, it's. I mean, it's on a whole nother level. So it it, it's it looks one, like a movie. Yeah, it, it it seems like they're like not holding anything back on this one for sure. And I don't even, I don't even think we've really gotten too much like great stuff from Signal ND, have we? And eyes, <laughs> eyes, and eyes, eyes. Wallenstein? No, <laughs> no, not that. Um. I mean, they did good. I've heard they did good on this fate uh, ran order uh, bit that they did, but yeah, other than that, there's like not really much to work with here. I mean, they did. Um, they made a lot of money on fate next year, no so they can, they can mess around. Yeah, well, worst bubble, right? Soda pop. Maybe that did well for them. They just did. They did a lot of movies, so I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful. Like I said, the the visuals look really fantastic, and I'm I'm pumped for it. So hopefully, it turns out good. We'll see though. The fire hunter. We'll see. We'll see. Another out of nowhere, another out of nowhere one, Revenger. This one, okay, uh, definitely a no for Chris, but we'll see. Uh, as Master Assassin Usui Yuin looks into a series of assassinations made on Grand Samurai Clan, the Satsuma, he encounters Kurima Raizo member and survivor of one of those attacks. Together, they discover the true nature of these murders is bigger than over-stolen resources. As they get closer to the truth, they will, will they come out alive or to exact revenge? Uh, this one's being done by Ajado. It is an original. So you wonder. Okay, original. Who's writing it? Jinru Buchi. Yes, the butcher. Now, question mark. Uh... Also working with Ring, uh, Rinji Oka, who obviously was more highly credited for the recent uh, cr- uh, writing of Bubble, which Bubble was a movie that was on Netflix, and Jenner Butchie's name was on it, also with Rinji. Rinji sort of pushed, uh, or Jenner Butchie kind of pushed Rinji forward as being the one that did the primary work on Bubble, but we never really know. Um, so I don't know how how much involvement uh, Jenna Butchie will be involved with this one, but they're kind of co-working on it, as it seems like right now. Um, it's obviously a Nitro Plus project, which she's kind of works a lot with. So, yeah, uh, Masa, Masaya Fujimori is going to be working on the directing work, which has done Izetta, The Last Witch, Kimono, Jaihin, and Fairy Tale. So some pretty solid titles there as well. Excited? Um, there's crazy a crazy kite girl. chick. There's a cute, cute <laughs> kite girl laying here. Yeah. yeah the crazy kite chick. It kind of looks like that whole, like, here's the group of people that kind of fight back. Cause again, the whole idea is they're the samurai being taken out. They're looking into it. And eventually they're obviously probably going to find out this more, probably a government's involved, but it looks like he kind of gets involved with like this group of 
individuals that each have like their own unique ability and like yeah the the cute chicks got like this weird like kite thing that strangles people one guy's got like insane muscles and shoots this massive size uh bow and arrow what are you talking about she was flying a kite I, what you, yeah he, what are you talking about strangling okay people? next time you hang out with her tell her to go fly a kite and we'll see how you turn out uh yeah, the main guy's got a samurai she, she sword, was so he's juggling just a balls too. I mean, why are you trying to make her into some kind of crazy assassin? She's just a cute girl that plays with kites and juggles balls. I, yeah, crazy. one guy just slaps I don't know, like spell cloths on people or sheets on people. And I don't know what you're talking. Some about. Some other dudes chucking. I don't know what you're talking about. There's only a cute girl. This entire PV is this cute girl that has a kite and pl- juggles balls. I don't know what you're talking about. She juggles balls once. But no, I don't. I don't. We'll see. I obviously the big question mark that comes from it is like, yeah, Jinobuchi is typically kind of brutal with a lot of his stuff, but you know, brutal with purpose. And you, you can only go so far making a story on just fights. So hopefully, it's got like a good chemistry to the characters and some cool story to go behind that. But we'll see. We'll see. Jinobuchi hasn't literally let me down much, so. I know people are saying All No Zero, but I don't think he worked on All No Zero season two, and that's where it fell apart. So I think he intended for All No Zero to be one season. But we'll see. We'll see. Revengers. Revenger. It's just Revenger. Yeah, Revenger. Check that out. That's interesting to you. Check that out. All right. Get ready for the jokes. Next one we have is Giant Beasts of Arse. Or Arse no Kyoju. The story takes place in an age of swords, heroes, and myths. Giant beasts created to land or created the land, but then humans stole that land. This angered the beasts, who then started eating humans. In order to fight back, humans called on the gods. This is going like the back and forth thing. The beasts make lands, human take lands, land, giants eat humans, humans fight back with gods. The Kyojo beasts started spreading around the world, causing great damage, but humans fought back by hunting the Kyojo. Kyojo. Humanity also prospered by using the dissected parts of the beasts. It's a very, very blunt synopsis. Jiro is a man who has escaped death and hunts Kyojo to earn a living. He meets 20 and 2nd Kumi, 20 and 2nd Kumi. That's a really long name. Uh, who is being chased by someone. Jiro and his friends then start to uncover the secrets of the world. That that synopsis really plays out like my outlines whenever I'm taking notes on a on a show. Asahi Productions working on it. Um, Sources original. Sounds our fantasy. And yeah, I guess usual. You're asking. Well, who's writing it? The creator of School Live. That's a big departure, Chris. Think somebody cute girls. Said, somebody said zombies. Somebody said, "Dude, you you got set, that that first episode blew everybody's brains." Make another enemy. So, can you do your version of Attack on Titan? <laughs> so he went and watched Attack on Titan. And he was like, "You know what? What if the people instead of using their little." spider-man thingies what if they could call on the gods themselves 
I don't know why that seemed like a way to fight back to, against the Titans, but hey, that's what he decided. And that now we've got a cute girl who's running away from something, and she has a super. Uh, she looks like a cyborg CGI uh, eye color changing power. Yeah, there's like so, some CGI cyborg looking point. Of it. There's a spacecraft in there. I don't know what they're doing with the show. <laughs> I'm assuming it's gonna be like one of those like ancient technologies is is like high sci fi and and they create the world and it's all like fantasy and medieval times and then. And then technology meshes in with it. I don't know. Chicks on fire, though. Literally. Uh, but yeah, uh, Norimitsu Kaiho is going to be doing the writing for it. And again, they created the School Live manga, as well as did some uh, work for some robotic notes side stories. So, And High Dive's got it. I, I will admit, some rough-looking CGI in there. There's a lot of really cool action pieces in there too, as well, though. But I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully a lot of the CGI they're showing the PV doesn't bother me as much. Everything else looks really good. So I'm, I love school live a lot. So I'm, I'm going to come into this one hoping for that kind of same solid. Of course, I love school live for different reasons. I don't know. This one's going to be really portraying that, but um, school live ended really well. So I know at least this writer knows how to end a story. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Giant beasts of arse. Please don't, uh, get mad at me, algorithms for saying piece of ours. It's literally the title. <sighs> There's this one. This one's coming out. The Tale of the Outcasts. Or Noki Mono Tachi no Yoru. This one is Wisteria as an orphan girl living in the corner of the British Empire at the end of the 19th century. Her life is desolate and bleak until she encounters Malbus powerful but equally lonely immortal being with a furry appearance hounded by hunters together wisteria and malbus roam the empire populated by humans and being human-like beasts in search of a place where they can both live together in peace asahi productions working on it uh sources of manga the genres are manga fantasy romance and the director is yasu taka tamamoto who did serve next service and actually i am so this guy looks so dorky. <laughs> Sorry. Malvis looks so dorky. <laughs> Just I can't take this show seriously. He looks so dorky. Um Yeah. You excited, Chris? Nope. I don't know. Nothing's really grabbing me. Um We'll see though. It, it's not even going it doesn't seem like it's even going for the yeah. beating beast thing. It's it looks like it's more going for more like the vampire in the garden thing where they're just trying to find a place to stay. Um, but it just doesn't look like it's I don't know. It just—it feels like it's not really taking itself that seriously. So I don't know. The only thing that I mean, I am halfway liking is the girl's artwork. She she looks cute. But, like the furry guy. Yeah. The nose. It looks weird. It just looks weird. The tail outcast. Check that out if that's interesting to you. Uh, next one. I'm really bummed out about Technoroid Overmind. So the story is of uh, the story of wretched, beautiful android is set on the entertainment tower Babel, the new source of hope for humanities after climate change has submerged the world underwater. Several unique ma- musical units, several unique musical units compete to rise to the top of Babel to save the world from climate change. We're all submerged, but at least we have some musicians. 
By moving the hearts of both humans and android with bird performances. You can't move the the heart of an android because the android has no heart. What in the world? It's it's official. Dogokobo is entering the world of Troika and doing male idols. And I think Cloverworks is too this season. All right, yeah, Cloverworks and Dogokobo don't do this. That's a really bad road to go down. Troika has done that. I don't need you guys going down that. I know I've said some harsh things to you, Dogokobo, but you don't have to go on the road of it's boy probably bands. the other team that's got it, and we're we're gonna the B team. Gonna, I hope it's yeah. the B team, and and we'll our uh, the the the, the A team's show. currently already working on Oshinoko because that's yeah. coming out in April. Yeah, so so we're good. Thank you, Chris, for giving me some there you go some something to make me think otherwise. Let's run away from that one. Mo Ipon. This one's actually got me pretty darn excited. I again another one that I didn't see coming. Um, I like the art style and what it's presenting so far. And we have literally like two cute girls and cute things this this season. That's the only thing that's really bad this season. Like there's no cute girls and cute things except for this one. Mo Ipon. This one is after performing. Wow, I am impressed that they did that that well. That was a proper role, and they did it perfectly. I am very impressed. It's almost like they know what they're doing, huh? Oh, my gosh. After performing in the final middle school judo tournament, Michi and Sanai begin high school and walk in on Michi's final opponent fighting to save their new high school's judo club. It's a simple, very quick synopsis. And they probably join the judo club, and they all have fun. Uh, Zoo is Bakken Record, the sources of manga, and the genres are Slice of Life Sports. And there you go. I, yeah, like I said, I'm pretty pipe, uh, pumped for this one. Just looks like cute girls doing judo. And the art style is very unique to it. I was almost kind of thinking, like, it reminded me a little bit of, like, a... I don't know, I wanted to, I wanted to say, like, the Savage Season show, but I don't think it's quite that. It's got a very soft look to it. A lot of detail in certain shots of it. And I'm kind of impressed by how it looks so far. So I'm, I'm freaking pretty awesome looking. I love it. <laughs> and I don't even I don't even rem- remember Bakken record either. I think that was the only thing that was kind of questioning. But I'm guessing they're kind of doing a, a solid work on it. Yeah, I, I I mean, I'm if if you can't tell by the way I'm talking, I am very that is like I love the animation on that. That just that I mean. This is not C. I can't tell if it is CG, but they're hiding it really freaking good if they are using CG. But man, the I mean, the actual when I taught because me when I was in the army, I one of the things that they taught us was that that particular role, and she is pulling it off like perfectly, and the animation is fluid and it feels really good to see how that is done and i mean i i'm very impressed and and like andrew was saying the characters look fantastic there's this this kind of um almost a for lack of a better term a chubbiness to it to the characters that that just works and feels natural um but yeah i love it i'm very very much on board with this one this is exciting for sure yeah, they did that movie here recently to all those that lo- I loved. Um, and they also did Drawn, which Drawn wasn't bad. It had a, they did, again, to that credit, they did really well with the kind of unique artistic style that they had in Drawn as well. But I don't know. 
Um, they did they pulled off some really cool stuff and drawn as well. So hopefully, again, that means that the studio can pull a lot of this together. And it's not that I need them fighting and, and rolling and doing kicks and stuff like that all the time. I, I think it, a lot of it's probably going to be about these kids coming together and enjoying this particular club together. But it just looks really good. I really love the style to it. And I hope it turns out to be a really solid slice of life. Because, again, there's not really too many slice of life this season. How did the Ice Woman do? I don't remember how you if you ever told me how that one went. Drawn, it got repetitive. Oh yeah, and I, I think that's just to the the style of what it was. It's just it gets just a very repetitive style to it. The whole like monster per week type of thing. <laughs> uh, it wasn't bad though. It, it had some good points in it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, yes, uh, Cloverworks is working on a, a pretty boy band show, which is called Unite Up. You know, anime story centers on Akira Kyosei, uh, who sings on a video streaming site under the name of Kiku no Yo, Yo Kiku no Yo. Uh, one day, the talent agency Smilia, uh, I see what you did there, uh, production scouts him. Smilia is an agency founded with retired legend idol pair Anela to train a new budding idols. Akira then forms a new idol group, Banri Nao. They're scouted, um, new group, um, Protostar. Um, they debut alongside new idol groups in the in the same group. So yeah. Cloverworks working on it. Multimedia project multimedia project. We'll we'll see. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna touch it. I, I cannot stand these boy band groups. I'm sure it'll be great. Um, I did note that when I was watching the PV for this one, which I had to go find it somewhere, I remember where I found it. Literally, each one of these characters look like they're ripoffs of like other characters, like Ichigo chick from like Darling the Franks. Like each of the guys like look like some actual character from the show. Hopefully, they don't get sued. So yeah. Anyways, uh, another boy band show, uh, Flaglia. Uh, Mixed media project spanning anime and a musical. The anime side of the project is set in the present day, while the musical is set in the Middle Ages era. Okay. Uh, Studio Gaina is working on it. That's about all we know. Hey, Andy. Taking a bet. What is the chances? Everybody everybody has a chance. Before Andrew tells you what the next show is, take a guess on whether or not Chris is going to watch it. Okay, go ahead, Andrew. What's the next one? Mio Ippo <laughs> is the next show we're going to talk about. Um, after performing in middle school judo club, no, I'm sorry, Chunji Ito, Maniac. Uh, this one is the anime sits of, this is of course the anime that Netflix is doing with Junji Ito's works and they're adapting 20 different stories. Um, I think they've released, released some where all the 20 stories and I was a little upset that the, the fault one wasn't in the list. I really want, I don't know why, I just really want the fault one to be adapted. Is that the what, what? Did they do the holes one yet? That's the only one that I'm I'm like the fault moderately one the interested. One the, they find the fault line, and there's a bunch of human sized holes, and people are drawn to ones that are like perfectly fit them, and they go into the hole, and it sucks them in. Yeah, I'm kind of curious then, about that no one. Spoiler. That's the only one that I'm kind of curious about. Yeah, where's Kashunk? Kashunk, that's yo. That's already been a movie. Oh, okay. They didn't adapt the whole thing, though. They didn't do the whole circus at the end of it, which was really weird. <laughs> like, you guys didn't get nut. Like, the movie's weird. The manga gets weirder. <laughs> the manga gets really weirder. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's coming. 
I, it's, they're doing Tomie, so that's that's good. Hanging balloons and all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited for it. It's um, I think they already announced a date. Is it one nineteen? Is that one nineteen? I think. Yeah, I think it's one nineteen. I might be wrong though. January. So yeah, check that out. Another show that's going to be on Netflix is Make My Day. On a cold planet on ice and snow, mysterious creatures suddenly have appeared from the dark underground and have begun to attack the inhabitants. Can humanity survive the terror lurking beyond the horizon? Uh, before anybody gets excited, it is a horror suspense show. So Chris Source is original. It. It's being written by the creator of Gundam Thunderbolt, which or the manga, which is interesting. Big, a big pause I want to give all of y'all. Five Ink. Want to guess who Five Ink is? No. Exception. The CGI that, the, the anime that was CGI that was done by, that had the art by the Final Fantasy creator. Oh. That exception. <laughs> so it's probably not going to look too good. But I don't know, maybe you watched Exception you were like, yeah, it was really good looking. Apparently Five Inks likes doing a lot of creepy CGI shows. So there you go. That's it for the new shows. I mean, well, besides the shorts, which we have um, returning technically is Nijion Animation, which is a short series that is of the characters of the Love Live Nijikasaki High School Idol Club. Um, so, yeah, if you're a fan of Nijikasaki's high school uh, Love Live group, check that one out. Uh, it's basically like Chibi Farms. The only thing that was a little bit off put by it is that it's by Sunrise, which obviously because it's original by their their group. They decided to use like C- it looks like CGI. I'm like, why are you using CGI for your and they're they look a little off. It's a very unique chibi style. They're practicing. Who's practicing? They're practicing CGI. They're, they're CGI team. Oh, they're using the CGI team. They're they're butchering Love Live to practice CGI on their Love Live girls. Probably. It just looks I'm not going to think about it, too. Am I alone? It looks weird. Like, it eh. doesn't even look like a cute chibi style. It looks weird. I don't know why it looks weird. I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. It definitely you know does. How it, it's like, it's the turning. Like, their head slightly turns, and it looks weird. Like, even right there, when you see her put the thing on her... It, just looks, it looks weird when they shift. I don't know. Anyways, I'm getting stuck on something. It just looks weird. Anyway, uh, what I would say, because I, I, I understand what Andrew's saying. It, it doesn't, it's 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 one of those things that, this being one of their big properties, it, it you would think that it would be on the level of top tier. And, 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 and they're not, when they do their CGI, it, it's, it's usually for their Gundams and they're their freaking Gundams. hyper detailed and all that cra- crazy and stuff. So, dance performances with Love Live. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not bad looking. It's just not, not to their top tier level stuff. So, Yeah. That, I mean, either way, if you're a fan of Nijikasaki, you're probably like, I don't really care. It's just my my favorite my characters, fa- my and they're favorite making shenanigans. We're gonna. That's, it doesn't matter how it looks. It's still gonna be enjoyable, even though they didn't work for that strike, which is short. Anyways, um, yeah, next short new one is Boku to Roboko, which yes, that's that's a thing. <laughs> 
Um, this one is. You don't need to look it up. I, I really don't want to see what it looks like. You want to see what it looks like. You have to. Otherwise, oh you can't gosh. get a good. You, how else are you going to do a preview of the season, Chris? Um, the year is 20XX. A time when every household owns acute made robots known as order maids. Average grade schooler bundle dreams of having his very own robot. But what he got was unable to compute. Life is gonna get a whole lot weirder when Roboco, the, mo- the most powerful clumsy maid ever created, shows up at his door. Um, yeah, and, and it looks like what's his face here? Yeah. <laughs> Got the knees of uh, Kaker, not Kaker, uh, Napa. Napa, that's his name. Studio is Studio Gallop. The source is a manga. The genre is a comedy slice of life. The director is Aki Taro Daichi, who did Kamisama Kiss and Fruit Basket. I don't know. I don't hate it. The I don't. Uh, I still the, haven't decided. I mean, the the, the opening clip of this pv is this character showing um undergarment to these ponsus um yeah i it's i know it it has potential to be real goofy and i'll give it all the credit in the world on that one and it being a short it's not going to it probably won't overstay it's it's um welcome for sure um, but yeah, it, it looks goofy for sure. Yeah. I think the, somebody in the chat when I was doing my live stream for this, um, put it best. It looks like a juvenile. It looks, it, the, the humor looks like it's going to be juvenile, which yes, can work often when it comes to anime, uh, for me, but at the same time, sometimes it just doesn't, it, it depends it, it on if it's going it. to, yeah, it depends on if it's going to go into potty humor, which I don't much care for. I just realized this is backwards. It does seem backwards. It is sure. backwards. Like they reversed it just so that it would not get copyright. I'm guessing. <laughs> like this stuff is going backwards. Yeah, there you go. We'll see. Um, I, I think there's like an element in there. I wonder if it's going to have like that little goofiness. My assumption is going to be Rubico is actually trying her hardest, and is super clumsy, and probably super protective, and he's going to just like be you know, reacting to the outrageousness of it at the same time, realizing at some point she's just trying her darn hardest. I don't know. It could be good. We'll see though. But like I said, just watch the PV. I'm like, I just don't know. I just don't know. I can't decide if I'm going to despise or like the show. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, uh, JK or JK, KJ file. Totally different. KJ Files, Zoku Hen is our next one, and this is going to be a sequel to KJ File, which I never seen the first one. I didn't even think any everybody ever picked it up, but it's like I think it's a kaiju thing. I don't know. That's coming back though. So yeah, there you go. And then uh, for the other returning shows, we have Finland Saga is coming back. Chris, are you excited? Did you ever finish this first season? No, you didn't. Um, of course, this has been changing studios from Wit Studio to Mappa, but I am, I am, I'm sort of excited. Cautiously optimistic. I'm sort of excited, not cautious. Mainly because I, it, it, it was one of those series that it didn't really work for me. I love the directing of Vinland Saga, but I hated the main character with a burning passion. 
Um, this is obviously going to be a little bit of a jump forward, I believe. So hopefully all of that stuff's kind of gone. But at the same time, a lot of the reasons why I was really liking it at the end of the first season is sort of, um, I don't think in the picture anymore because of the the jump. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes from here, where the story kind of takes it, um, and hopefully it turns out to be as solid. A lot of people said that the first season was technically the prologue, so the good stuff's supposed to be later on. So we'll see if that's the second season or after the farming arc. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's uh, gonna be on Netflix and Crunchyroll. Um, maybe. No, I think that's different. Never mind. Uh, the next one we have is the Misfit of Demon King Academy. History: Strongest Demon King reincarnates and goes to school after with his descendants. Second season. Excited? Absolutely. I, I get my my girl coming back. I'm I'm kind of excited. It looks like there's a new girl. I don't know who the new girl is. I don't recognize her from the first season. But um, yeah, we'll see. I absolutely love the first season. See another season of this would be fantastic. Sure. Yeah, the, the first season, this is an overpowered main character, Demon Lord guy, reborn kind of thing, and he's super overpowered. And it, for the most part, with the first season, it really pulled off the overpowered main character, like, literally killing a guy over and over again until he, like, gives up. <laughs> like, kills him and then reincarnates him, and kills him and reincarnates him. It was, like, screwed up. Uh, but it did kind of, it kind of, eh, at the end of it, so hopefully the second season kind of just jumps into a really good arc, kind of starting out. Um, I like the things around the sisters. The sisters are fantastic, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Tokyo Revengers is coming back. Um, this will be on Disney, part of their the new the new partnership with Disney and Katakawa. Uh, but yeah, Tokyo Revengers Christmas Showdown. We'll see. Hopefully, Disney will get the non censored manji symbol version. But uh, I don't know. I, I heard way too many negative things about the <laughs> the closing of the manga. So I don't know. We'll see. Good to, good to know that the ending of the first season didn't end the way that they wanted us to believe it did, but um, we'll see. I, I I've always hated the new the the current time stuff. I've always loved the the whole you know building up the biker gang group stuff. That's always been the fun part of it. So hopefully a lot of that stuff kind of keeps up. We'll see. Then goes straight out fourth season. This show keeps going. I have not got caught up on third season, so I'm kind of in trouble. I'm back in second season somewhere. <laughs> You're I back think. in second season. I really somebody was like asking me like the other day they're like should I get into Bungo Stray Dogs because they were wanting to get caught up on the the returning shows and I'm like I honestly don't remember I know that the first season was okay second season was really good like I was super hype on the second season like they did a good job with that one then I dropped off on the third season I don't remember if I wasn't liking it or if I was just what wasn't in the mood for it the style of it or if I just got sidetracked but I don't know I, I might give another shot. See if I can jump back into set third season and see where I was at. I want to say that was pretty far into it. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Don't toy with me. This is Nag- Nagatoro. is coming back, Chris. Second attack. I love it. I, I can't wait. I just love the smug faces. I can't. I can't. I got I, I got to watch it. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have the same feeling about Miss Nagatoro's first season. And the idea that... Did you, have you seen this commercial, this PV yet? Nope. Here it comes. I'm going to wait for it and see what Chris says. But no, I think everybody had the same feeling with the first season that it was very mean when it starts out. But I, I think it was for a reason. Like it, it goes from like bullying to like actual crushing and stuff like that. And it was super cute when that started kind of transitioning into an actual like, oh wait, these two, these two could actually happen. And so I'm really curious to see how it kind of 
continues to evolve the relationship between the two characters. Well, I, I absolutely loved the um, the the because I sat there I because I ended up watching it first if I remember right, and I I told Andrew I I don't know I I almost kind of don't like the way this is coming there off. There it is. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> Thigh grab. Got caught. <laughs> but no, um, I absolutely love how they've really warmed up to each other and actually have seriously chilled out and has actually become a couple that I really do root for in a lot of ways. Yeah, she basically pinched his hand between her thighs. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Tan Girl Best Girl too. So, there you go. She's fun. We'll we'll see. But yeah, it was it was literally brutal. I mean, because yeah, that was that was when I was still over in California, and you were like messaging me like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know if I can keep watch this show. I really, I'm like, I, I think at the time when you first said that, I was like, I haven't really got check it, a chance to check it out. And then I started watching. I'm like, I agree. Like, I don't know. This feels like it felt bad. Like it just didn't feel fun at all. It just felt like again she was just bullying him for like, was it? I know for sure the whole first episode was. It was that. definitely the first episode. I want to say the I... second episode it started indicating that something was going to change. Yeah, because the first episode was like mostly in that library. The second episode was when he was like doing his art stuff like that, and she was still visiting him. But it had a twinge, like had a thought process, like okay, maybe it'll start dialing it back. So yeah, because I was I I went into it fully expecting like um uh teasing girl teasing, teasing girl and Takisan. and and when I went into it, it was like. No, this is flat out bullying, girl. I and people like this. Yeah, that and, was the thing. <laughs> it was like I don't, I don't see it. I really don't. And 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 yeah, I think it. You were right. I think it was. I think it was the first two episodes, and I was like, I really don't know because the first ep- episode was just brutal, and the second episode it kind of seems like maybe they're chilling, but I don't know. It Andrew, was still there. It, it was still bullying, and yeah. Then, so yeah, it was. It was funny because yeah. It was one of those ones where it's like I kind of was asking people. I'm like, "Is this it?" Like, I understand. Like, people, some people like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Some people like this really brutal kind of mean nature, and maybe that's like a thing you're into. That's fine, but it didn't feel fun at all. Like, it didn't feel good. So it was funny. It changes though. For those that are wondering, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> we on. came Bofuri. a long way since Bofuri. the <laughs> first episode. Just to give you, an, I really love uh, Nagatoro. Bofuri. It's coming back, Chris. I don't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my I'll so I'll max out my defense season two. Are you excited, Chris? I absolutely am. I love my Bofuri. I love that my my overpowered uh, tank character. I just love it. Is she even a? Why even call her tank character? (laughs) Because she's she's a a mecha. Like she turns into a mecha. She's like in a mecha suit now. Like it started out as that she maxed out her defense. Then she got like a bunch of OP abilities, and it's like okay, now she's a mecha. Okay. So is she still a shielder? So why the hell not? <laughs> like, what does it have? What does it have anything to do with a shielder? Like, I came in this wanting Mashu, cute girls doing cute things, and she just turns into a mecha. I don't know. It, like, I, I was very shrug on this show. There was points that I smiled at it, but for the most part, I just got a little bit tired of the oh, Segoy OP main character Segoy. But we'll see if the second season kind of shifts it a little bit for me. I like the uh, the cute little lollies, uh, hammer girl and stuff. So hopefully, and I liked a lot of stuff around the friend too. She she was like the pro gamer. I was kind of trying to t- technically catch up to her. Inspector Chris, um, Crunchyroll says that Inspector season two is coming. I don't know if you want to believe that or not, but I'll believe it when I see it. It's kind of like the whole thing with the uh, Cancali. 
everybody's like, no, really, it's coming out in fall. I'm like, uh-huh, sure, I'll believe it when I see it. And yeah, sure enough, it, it looked like, I think, like an episode. They've actually made out. a PV this and time. Then it, so. And then it disappeared again. So I, I, I was right in the end. Cancali did not come out in fall. And I don't think Inspector Season 2 is going to come out in winter. My girl, I, I, I really do miss her. I freaking love her. Yeah, I am I am really hoping this writer, or maybe the, even the, the adaptation of it, starts fixing things. I don't give a crap about the last... show. I, I just care that I get to see my girl, you know, animated again for a little longer. But yeah, story-wise, <laughs> though, I just, the last, the whole idol uh phone uh light pole swinging chick part was just like super drug out that last arc of the first season was super drug out so i'm hoping the writing kind of starts to kind of focus in better and and progress better like the pacing fixes itself because i i'm like chris i really like this this girl she looks super cute i love her nature she's super witty um and I'm hoping there'll be something changing with the main character. The guy, he's he's kind of always been just blah, but hopefully he'll kind of start doing stuff as well. Um, it has a lot of potential. The whole thing with the sister is kind of interesting too, but we'll, we'll see if they can kind of shift things and, like I said, really fix the pacing with this series because there, it's it's got an interesting concept here. It just needs to do something with it. So, And not take five episodes to take out some stupid idol chick. Yeah, Inspector Season 2. <laughs> Is it wrong to pick up Girls in Dungeon Season 4 Part 2? Finally, after the nastiest drop-off spot in an entire series uh, happened, we're going to get Part 2. I'm excited for it. Um, was really starting to pick up the writing, having the apparently the original creator involved now. Um, really does feel like the series is starting to really get into some cool stuff. So hopefully, hopefully, it continues to be good. Excited? Yes. Yes. By the way, so the gods are coming back, Chris. Second season. Are you excited for um, In Another World with my slimes killing or cleaning up uh, toilets? Yes, I absolutely am. I love this show. There you go. Basically, guy gets reincarnated into another world, and they feel so bad about his previous life that they decide to give him like whatever he needs to have a nice, new, fun life. And he becomes a tamer and tames a bunch of slimes and does like a bunch of experimentation with the slimes, and then ends up opening up a. A power washing, <laughs> a power washing place because the slimes eat all nasty things. So, and then now enter um, Kimomo Mini. Apparently, they gotta get a fox girl or something in there. So, yeah, he's going to uh, school if I remember right. Yeah, fox girl. No, the girl went to taming school, and he went to another. He's going to another town, I think. Three after year, three years after the first season. When uh, Ryoma and Elaria uh, promised to reunite. Oh, so they're going to jump right to them reuniting. Okay. Like, they had, like, this sad <laughs> this sad parting of him and this girl. And it's like, oh, by the way, second season, time jump. Now they're reunited. I didn't even see her in the PV or anything, though. Time to get married. I don't see them in the PV or anything. Did you see her? Oh, oh no, I, I see the her. girl. I see yeah. her right there. Okay. But no, he's going to go. No, he's got a new Fox girl now, though. He's going to come back and get married. I wonder if she's like super OP tamer now. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'll be on Crunchyroll. Uh, Trigun Stampede is coming. That's happening. Are you excited for CGI fashion Stampede, Chris? Uh, would you be disappointed in me if I said no? And Kirito voicing the mink. I I can't stand the Kirito voice anymore. Um, it looks good. 
Orange Orange is a really good CGI studio. Um, so I I I hope they do a really f- solid on this one. Um, it's gonna be on Crunchyroll. Uh, this is apparently it is a completely original story to the Trigun. It looks like based on the characters and stuff they're showing in the PVs, it looks like they're gonna be covering the same. Pretty much, they're gonna be covering uh, Vash's story. So. It just seems like they're going to be moving things around. So we'll see. We'll see if what exactly it does with the story. But like I said, it, it looks like it's trying to cover the same story beats, just in a different way and in CGI. So I don't know. Are you going to even try it? No. No. He's just, he's like, no, Trigon. That's overrated. <laughs> Say it, Chris. Say it. Say it that way. We everybody will be like tweeting out. This guy on this podcast said Trigun's overrated. Go listen to it, and then we'll get a lot of views. It'll work. Anyways, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I'm gonna. I definitely gotta be watching it. I just hope. I hope it's good. I. I just don't know if you can. I, it's. It's difficult to think that you can capture the old Trigun in that style. But we'll see. We'll see. What we've seen of the goofy moments, I have not like, and it's mainly because I don't like the say you. Maybe I'm, I might wait for the dub. We'll see. Uh, Fruit of Evolution. Before I knew it, I be, my my life had it made second season. Are you excited, Chris, for the return hey, yes, of I am. Isekai farting man with gorilla and Bo powers? I don't remember what else that was in the show. Yes, okay. Uh, Vampire Dies in No Time, second season. This is getting another season. Did you what, finish the first season? I think we... Yeah, I did. I think I struggled I, 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 I'm going to let this one slide this time. <laughs> the only thing I liked was I. It was okay. I just what did, was the Armadillo's not... name? I forget what the Armadillo's name was. I don't remember off the top of my head. It was okay. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I, I enjoyed it enough to finish it off, but when it comes down to it, it's I, not, not enough... The, to go into it this season john it was john john the armadillo uh it was just like one of those ones where it's like it got the joke and then just keeps on the joke too much in my opinion but yeah that's that's a thing that's coming back of all the things that can get a second season Sudane is coming back this is kind of a an interesting one to come back though um i wasn't a huge fan with with the overall story of Sudane, but it's gosh it's so gorgeous. Kyoto Animation, you're so gorgeous looking. Um, but yeah, Kyoto Animation's uh, Sudane is coming back for the linking shot, the second season for Sudane. Um, so definitely check that out if you are a fan of that series. Basically, boys doing archery and lots of gorgeous shots. A really solid uh, slice of life series. Like I said, it just the story for the first season didn't work for me. So, and a lot of people work for them. So, there you go. D4 DJ is coming back. All mix the second season of D4 DJ by Sons again. So, speaking of Chris's favorite CGI, um, yeah, check that one out if you are a fan of that series. I heard some good things about the first season. I just never, I never did check it out. So, there you go. Oh, Sorcerer Stabber Orphan Chris, that's getting a second season. Are you excited? I think we both dumped that like in the first episode. Yeah, I don't. That was a that was a big nope. (laughs) That was a big nope. No, it's a third season. This is a third season. It keeps going. Uh, So yeah, if you're a fan of that series, there you go. Third season. 
Card Fight Vanguard's coming back with Wheel Plus Dress Season 2. I'm sure that, that show has been dress. into so many freaking seasons and so many spinoff well, this shows. Well, this one's like, Wheel Dress, though. I, I remember watching it, like, a couple of episodes saying it seemed interesting, and I've never gone back to it and probably never will because it's, like, episode 300 by now. Yeah, fourth season. Whew. Uh, Way the House Husband's coming back for its second season on Netflix, so I'm I'm excited for it, but I will forever always hate JC Staff for not animating it. But still, Kendra Suda, so I'm watching it. Record of Ragnarok coming back as well. I'll definitely be checking out this one. I, for one, I know that it got some bad rep, but I really did enjoy the first season. Um, the Atom fight, that's all I'll have to say. Um, excited for that one, though. It'll be on Netflix, of course. Agatsuko is coming back for its fifth, I think it's final season. It's coming back for its fifth, but for some reason I remember hearing somebody say it could be the final. I don't know. But yeah, angry, hard-rocking office worker. Was it a raccoon or... I don't know. Uh, check that out. I, I keep meaning to check it out, but I probably will never... <laughs> at this point uh and then finally our last returning show and the last show we're gonna be talking about uh, technically is pokemon yes aim to be the pokemon master uh or pocket monster masase pokemon master which apparently um celebrates the final chapter in satoshi and pikachu's story which i think is ash i think satoshi is ash i don't know with their first companions and many pokemon they have met throughout their journeys making their return there you go cool how many pokemon does he have at this point um he just finally got the 151 he only has 150 yeah shame i mean i know that i have more and i've only played like (laughs) he finally managed to get 151 just just finally finally got it i think i'm more of a pokemon master than than he is is it satoshi is ash right I thought probably. It was I mean, that makes sense. It, more than likely, somebody is. Hey, let's change it because normal Americans can't pronounce Satoshi. Satoshi. And yeah, make sure to change all the rice balls and the donuts <laughs> because they really I like eating donuts. Um. No, I mean it, it's it's crazy to think after all these many 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 years. Uh, yeah, also known as Satoshi. Okay, so I wasn't crazy. Um, to think that after, I don't know, 24 years, he might actually finally become an adult. See, that's why you don't send your kids out Pokemon training, because they never grow up. He's literally been out there for 24 years, and he's never grown up. Um, I don't know, That's it's kind of one of those crazy moments. I almost want to kind of peek in, because I haven't been keeping up with it at all, obviously. I watched the original series, like the first, I don't know how many episodes it had in the original series really enjoyed it but never really kind of kept up with it over the years i watched the movie and as my story i've told a lot of people i went out to the theaters to watch the movie when it first came out and ended up sitting down in a theater full of a bunch of very young kids and i realized at that point i am not i'm not where i should be (laughs) so i kind of just dropped out of pokemon completely after that moment um so yeah, I mean, I was like, I was in my late teens, and I'm like, okay, the, all these kids are like five and nine, so I never touched Pokemon like the animation ever since then, and I always meant to kind of go back to it ever since I've got back into anime, but 
just kind of not. And I was, I mean, I'd be curious to jump back into it just to watch the final chapters of, of Ash Ketchum to see if he finally gets with, um, what was her name? Um, May. Is it May or Mary? I don't know. Is it May? What, who's May? I thought May was the one that follows him around. Unless Rock, Brock gets with her. Yeah, <laughs> Rock totally, totally stole that. Um, or is Nurse, is it Nurse May? Nurse, um... Nurse Joy. Nurse Joy, yeah. No, see, that would, that would be good. Yeah, Nurse Joy would, I would totally go with Nurse Joy. <laughs> Jesse and James are always together. Misty, there was it. That was Misty. Kasumi. Kasumi's such a better name. Yeah. Who was Brock? I gotta know what Brock is now. Let's check. What do you, what do you think Brock's gonna be like? Um, did it just reveal it? Did Probably it? did. I didn't get far. Takashi. 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 I wasn't. I would. I Takashi would never. Takashi is such a. But I would have never. Name. Yeah, Takashi never is such Takashi. a bro name. Um, what's Jesse? Now I want to know them all now. <laughs> Pokemon Master. Anyway, we're, we're solely getting sidetracked here. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, wait, you're only literally showing those two. Do you have prequel? You Go have to more characters. Time. It's right there. It, it only shows two because there's no other characters. If there was more characters, you would have at least ten. Uh, I know this site, Chris. Kiju. Um, Kiju. Kiju. Kojiro. Is it Kojiro? Is is James? Or no, Jesse. Is Jesse? I don't remember. Yeah, Kojiro. And where's Gosh, like the the name butchering that the English re- release did, like we had no idea. Just don't worry, kids. We'll handle the translation. You can't handle these names; they're too foreign. Uh, where the hell are they're they? not relatable? Are they that not popular? They're this far down on the list. Everybody hates Jesse and James that much because it isn't usually listed by uh, popularity. Musashi. Oh, that's an awesome oh, name for her. Jesse is just Musashi. Princess number eight or twenty-eight. Uh anyways, that's that's funny. Anyways, anyways. But yeah, that that's that's all the upcomings for obviously uh or of course, we do also have continuations, which is makes it even a larger scale. We have Blue Locks going for twenty-four, My Hero Academia se- uh, season six is still ongoing, Eminence and Shadow will go for twenty episodes. To Your Eternity Season 2 will go for 20 episodes. Udase Yatsura will be going for 23. Uh, Iramakun will be going, uh, Season 3 will be going for 21 episodes. Yamamushi Pedal uh, Limit Break will be continuing for 25. And Eternal Boys will continue for 24. I'm, I, 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 I'm going to be honest. Going through this list has only made me really, really annoyed. Because I know that I'm not going to be able to watch... 75% of the show, these these shows I'm going to try to keep up with like five or six shows because that's all I can do at this point. Uh just so everybody knows. Um I'm going to try to keep up as much as I get can but I have picked up a second job. Um and there's just the, my time time is going to be severely limited even more than what it already has been. So I'm going to try to do as much as I can, but it's going to be really hard. Hopefully so Annie's going to be that. doing a lot of the heavy lifting. He t- when he f- talks to you guys, he talks to the monitor, so he doesn't talk to the microphone. So hopefully you heard what he just said. 
<laughs> He's all getting sentimental, and you can barely see him on the microphone picking up. I'm sorry. Um, yes, that, that's what I meant with the whole idea of us trying to figure out a schedule to record this was because I've been waiting for him to get comfortable with the schedule. I didn't want to put any stress on him, so that's why I've been releasing all these old three-year-old podcast recordings that everybody's been waiting years for. Um, but I didn't, unfortunately, do the fairy cast one. <sighs> <laughs> of all the ones, I did not release the the unreleased fairy cast episode. I'm af- I'm afraid of releasing that one because then everybody's gonna be like, well, "When's the next one?" Then I can no longer say, "Well, we have one technically, mm-hmm. just haven't released it yet." Um, but no, I think I think for sure Onimai is like super hype for me. I'm really into um the Fire Hunter. Again, I don't know what else I was like super well, like hype hype on even on mine it, it, it's like i geo girls yeah the 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 rolling the rolling girl one the um <laughs> the like, campfire it's, it's, the judo girls is rolling girls there the, is a rolling girls it's not rolling girls the the inukai i'm gonna i'm gonna hold out hope that inukai is gonna be a short so that that's it that's not gonna hurt me to uh just slip that one in there i'm totally wait i'm totally putting an inukai on my list um but yeah, the 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 uh, out of the other ones, there's I the, and I'm 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 just going by the classroom. If I say the, he's alone, the invisible Kubo, I I I think that one's absolutely. Uh, and then I'm gonna start. Everything else is gonna be kind of just trim. If I can shove them into my time frames, is really what it's gonna come down to on a lot of those. Yeah, villainous list a lot. I'm excited. The villainous villainous. I'm excited about. Um, Kanai Great Snow Sea, which is the Polygon Pictures one. The Magical Revolution, I'm really excited for too. It's a lot of really good shows. The bro- the Bros Daddies. and the and the and the and the Lolly, the money uh, going back and forth in the real world. The yeah, that one too. Apparently, disillusion will be good. See, and that this is the thing is I'm I'm sitting here as we're going through the list, and there's there's more and more that are popping up in the in in <laughs> the ones that I want to watch, and I can't. Already have five, especially since I've got pretty much five on the on the yeah. The, returning that's the sad that thing is that returning has already got that, and that's that we, that's why we usually only do our top five most excited for the new shows because it would just be full of the returning shows. But no, I think for me, let me see if I can do five. Uh, Maui Pon, which is the judo girls, Fire Hunter, which is the one with the the, the veterans, looks very old style to it. Sugar Happy Fairy Tale, tentatively. I think, I think I'm putting that on my list. Buddy Daddies, Magical Revolution. All right, kick off Buddy Daddies. We're gonna do <laughs> kinda, and then I, I guess I'll put Villainous and get rid of the the disillusioned. I guess no, I only my two. Damn it, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then Akashi Triangle. I can't do it. I can't make a five. Spy Classroom. Damn it. I don't know. It's gonna be a really really tough yeah, yeah and that's, that's what i was that's what i was saying with my video i made a whole video where i kind of just quickly blitzed through like the entire season and broke it down by gener- genres and what i said in that whole thing was like it's not just that there's 66 full-length shows again some pending could drop off to shorts but it's a lot of good shows that's the yeah. problem i mean yes you have the reincarnated strongest exorcist that's why i was being so negative on some of these it's like of everything else, you're not telling me anything that's going to make me go, oh, yeah, let me put that in my pile of 65 shows. 
It's just not going to well, work. Well, and, and that, that, that's what I'm saying is it, the 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 issue on uh, is why why this list made me so mad is not because of the glut of shows. It's the fact that there's so many shows that I want to watch, and I know that I'm going into a season that I'm going to have a real hard time. I and I and I know that a lot of people deal with this problem all the time, but it, this is the first time that I'm actually because in a lot of ways you make time for what you want to do and i want to watch anime well i'm literally in this situation where i don't have the luxury of watching all these shows that i really am excited about i'm going to be relying I'll literally say 18, on 18 i'll say 18 new shows at least 18 is my is my short list <laughs> that's like i'm going to i want to want to watch all 18 of those like the rest of them i can probably get rid of but then again that's only new shows and then it still jumps into the returnings which vinland saga i might get rid of misfits um nagatoro well that's like what what i was saying with the the vampire show trigun forget it on the vampire show i'm not gonna even try because i'm not gonna shove a show that i'm meh on into this uh this season what do you guys a vampire show the the vampire dies in no time oh yeah it's like, I'm not even going to try. I don't have the, the time was, for that. And that was a sad thing I was realizing when I was looking at this. Is that That's the difficulty thing that you see. And that's not just the aspect of what's going to break in the idea that they're running out of animators um, and what animators they have. Hopefully, they're going to start asking for more pay in this in this regard. They're going to be overworked. And even the seiyus. Where are you going to get all these damn seiyus? You still have Bleach, um, I think, still going. Wasn't or No, Bleach is going to take a break. Um, a lot of There's a lot of seiyus for all this stuff. And yeah, a lot of them are tied up with certain things like Spy Classrooms already got like the big name girls there. <laughs> but at that point, even then aside, you hope that all this stuff is going to get somebody watching it. Because not just the fact that you you have a lot of shows that they also kind of need people to watch them. Otherwise, they're not successful. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they're getting thrown out there to just to die. So I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, things are being things are be interesting for the next um, at least I'm next gonna- month. I'm going to rely on you to not let me miss the shows that I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I also want to recommend, um, for those that are not wa- listening to this podcast on YouTube, um, if you are, thank you for supporting the channel by watching on YouTube. That way you get the ads in there and you can support us that way. But um, no, for those that uh, don't know, that listen to the podcast version and not watch our videos, I, of course, have the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Spirit. Um, I will be doing first impressions of... Pretty much every single one of these shows. I was telling Chris, it's going to get crazy. It's crazy to think that I'm literally going to have to do two first impressions per day just to get all of these shows first impressions by a month. Yeah. That is crazy. Uh, So it's going to be it's going to be crazy for the next month and a half. And we also have technically the year end stuff. Um, So. Hopefully we can figure out where we're going to schedule that as well. Have to be during the during. Uh, we can technically do it multiple parts. Yeah, we're going to have to do it in the next couple weeks. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a crazy next month and a half. But uh, hopefully you guys will join us for all that. And we definitely appreciate, as always, the support that everybody gives us. Um, it's 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 great. The Patreon accounts that people have been supporting us through has been a lot of support. Uh, the YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff, sharing us out. And um, with that said, we'll see. We'll see how things go out. Um, just to give people a warning, um, I kind of was telling people like in different venues that you know, look, 
me and Chris are getting it together. Just for now, we're doing the supplement podcast. So we'll try to figure out things and eventually get to a really solid schedule going forward. But until then, just don't be panicking when a full three-hour episode doesn't pop up every single Tuesday right now. We're just trying to figure things out. So um, we'll keep you guys posted. But until then, we hope you guys enjoyed our preview of the winter 2023 anime season. Um, look, for, look forward to covering it with you guys and hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And I'll take care. Oh,